Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Life and Fantasy Hockey Podcast. You can find us on Hot Sauce Sports. My name is Spencer Plamondon. This is Kave Giddy. Hi, everybody. Hey, Dr. Kave. All right, we got a good show for you guys. Uh, we got some Edmonton talk. They're heating up a little bit. We got some Galchenyuk talk off the top. Uh, we got some talk about what's pissing us off. And this week, what's pissing us off, Kave? It's us, isn't it? I think we're <laughs> the problem. Happens, Most of the time, we're the problem. Week. <laughs> we got some we got some good quick hits for you guys we got guys we're considering dropping considering adding guys to buy low on guys to sell high on the whole the whole gamut we're gonna get into some life talk as well uh we're gonna we're gonna cover the penguins a little bit and uh rutherford's departure we got uh we got some good stuff going on i think we got a good show here and we're gonna say this every week and it's probably not gonna be true every week but we're gonna say it anyway i think we got a good show this week got it I think it's gonna be our best show ever. I think it, I think it might be. You know, I think I, I love the positive attitude. Uh, low bar to cross, but we still might not cross it. All right, um, let's dive into the so some recent news. Okay, Edmonton is heating up. Edmonton uh, mm-hmm. in their past ten, you were you were just saying their record. What is it? Seven three. 7-2-1? Yeah, 7-3-0. Yeah, 7-3-0. No. Yeah, no. Okay, 7-3-0. No. So Edmonton is 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 heating up. They're they're definitely looking like they're getting a little more confidence. Um, that's that's what I've seen anyway. They definitely seem like they're sort of finding their swagger a little bit more, which is nice to see. Um, but you made a good point about, you know, in the past 10 games, Ottawa, yeah, right? They only got, yeah, they only got uh, four wins from Ottawa, basically. And right. Because I'm looking at the scores right now. They got one big win at 8-5, but uh, other ones were 4-2 they won, 3-1, and 3-2. So those were pretty close games against Ottawa as well. Yeah. It wasn't just a, a, par, a walk in the park, you know, as, uh, as they say. So No, for sure. For sure. That's definitely something to keep in mind. And, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to see. I feel like we all, like, we're rooting for McDavid... Uh, in particular, but yeah. obviously McDavid and Dreisaitl, we're rooting for him to, to to be able to have a good team around him that's going to win. And mm-hmm. it's nice. It's nice to, to see them playing better and, and, and feeling like maybe they're going to get it together. But it's it's a good point with Ottawa. And like, I don't think they're out of the woods. You know, like I think a lot of the same issues yeah. that, that have been causing them problems are, are going to come back to haunt them. But it is nice to see them playing better and, and mm-hmm. playing up into the top three right now. Oh, definitely, and anything that can kind of build their confidence, right? Exactly. So any any little any little win will help, right? So that's that's, that's another thing that's maybe it'll just help them in the end, you know. Even with the easy Ottawa wins, or not necessarily easy, like I said, three one, three two, the last two games they played there, but if if they can just build on that and just build the confidence, and that's where you can just get everybody just buy into the whole the whole team yeah. identity, then that's where you can actually maybe find yourself top of the league and really doing something in the playoffs. God forbid I say that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny you say that, though, because identity is such a huge part of it, right? Like, you need to have that identity and to believe in what you're doing. Everyone's got their roles mm-hmm. and they're buying in. And that's when you see, like, teams that have significant flaws, like, pulling it together and, and contending or it's, being in the mix. I was going to say, it's got to be hard, like, with with Connor and Leon, like, what identity other do you have than, like, those two guys just destroying it right right you know, so. that's, like, <laughs> it's, that's been... it's gonna be hard to find your team identity when these guys get 60 percent of the points exactly <laughs> it's it is tough like when, when you saw that stat i don't know if we, we might have talked about this in the last spot it happened fairly recently but it might have been a couple weeks ago that like they had their first goal since 20 or no sorry first win since 2017 that mcdavid or Drysaddle didn't score in or didn't have a point in rather. Point which in, is yeah. like a mind blowing stat. That's crazy. Like it'd be uh, nice if yeah. they had. I remember you know, 
Go ahead, I remember go too. Um, I think it was two or three years ago. There was a stat too that was. I think they were on for sixty nine percent of their team's goals at one point. Like this is. Uh, I think it was a couple years ago. It was those two that when they're on, they were on for sixty nine percent of their goals. That just means when the other guys are on, they're not scoring. They're not doing anything. Yeah. You know, it's 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 wild, man. Yeah. But they're just that it's, good, right? Uh, they, so. They're that good, but also the team is built. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to say that poorly, but the team has some big flaws right now. <laughs> well, it, it, when you, know, you got Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen in, the, in the back like, end there, dude, and, like, yeah, it's hard defense, to rely on those two guys, right? <laughs> their defense doesn't look good, and their goaltending doesn't look good, right? Like, and like their yeah. defense has that. Like with Clefbaum healthy, they have some upside mm-hmm. there for sure. And Darnell Nurse is playing fantastic hockey, but yeah, he's playing really good. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it, it would have been really helpful to have Clefbaum healthy, especially like I don't. I think if Clefbaum is healthy for the year, they probably don't go out and get Tyson Barry. I think they probably look for help in net. But say they had, yeah, like, say they had Tyson deal. Barry with Clefbaum and with the other guys. Like I think that helps guys like Ethan Bear and um, Jones, uh, Seth Jones' brother. How am I forgetting his name? What the hell is his name? Is it not Marcus Jones? No. No. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I'm talking yeah. about uh, Adam Larson, too, would have a smaller role, too, right? Yeah. So he'd just be uh, more defensive, technically, yeah. right? So that's another thing that uh, would help, uh, would help Jones, Adam Larson, sorry. too, you know? Yeah, just, uh, yeah exactly. Uh, Larson. Yeah, sorry, finish, yeah. No, that's not good. Relieving, relieving a little bit of pressure from one one side to the other. You know what I mean? Just relieving pressure uh, on the back end. Would, yeah. It's always nice to have that extra guy, right? So, and it's a big guy. I mean, you're missing a defenseman, you can really tell, like a good defenseman, yeah, right? He's a number so. one. Like to me, Clefbaum is a number one defenseman. He might not be like an elite yeah. number one, but he's a number one defenseman to yeah. me when he's yeah. healthy. Well, he's top two with with Barry now there, right? Technically, so he's 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 up there, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. And I think like he he's their best defense. You know, like if if everyone's healthy, like all things being equal, he's the best defenseman. I don't think Tyson Barry can yeah. touch what he brings like overall to the and, game. Uh, speaking of Connor McDavid, five hundred five hundred uh, point in three hundred sixty nine mm. games, eh? I can't believe we didn't Bye. even write that down to talk about. I'm glad you yeah, brought that up. That yeah, just, I know. I, I just, yeah, I just, uh, I just even thought of that right now. You know why? Because I was basically, <clears throat> I'm so impressed by Leon Tricetal's output. You know, all his points this year. He's got 28 points this year. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. And I look, I'm like, how close is he to Connor McDavid? You know. <laughs> What's Not even close. Mm. <laughs> it's just <laughs> oh, thirty-two points. What do you mean thirty-two points here, Connor? <laughs> Four points ahead already. <laughs> Anyways, it's just crazy to think. I'm like, oh, Leon's doing so well, and Connor just he's just always streets ahead, man. Yeah, it's just so good. Then again, four points between the two of them isn't necessarily like, for dry saddle. He can make that up quick, but at the same time, like yeah, I think I think if we see like a, a season of both of them fully healthy, then you see like by the end of it, McDavid with the little. Little lead there. Mm-hmm. Then again, last year, like uh, Drysaddle did have the better season statistically. So yeah, exactly. And I was, I think the they, the closest guy has like twenty three points or something too. Like the anyways, like it's yeah, just it funny something. how they're both up there, and then Connor's just you know oh, it's again so much further. I'm like, oh, Leon's having a great season. And I look at, I'm like, oh, I'm curious to see. I'm like, how close is he? You know. Yeah. So I thought they were a little close, maybe you know, two point. Anyway, it's just I was like, Connor just keeps like, just, yeah, he'll get more yeah. points. He's just he's just it's that weird. good, man. Like, it's weird to think, too, like, we'll move on from Edmonton after this, but it's weird to think that, like, he is, like, quietly the best player in the world, performing like the best player in the world. Like, it's just, like, so expected, and everyone knows how good yeah. he is, that it, it kind of goes not unappreciated, maybe underappreciated a little bit. Like, it just yeah. sort of, yeah. so much of what he does is incredible that you can only choose some of it to, to, to put at the forefront. Otherwise, it's McDavid, McDavid, McDavid all day, every day. Yeah. So it's just, like, a lot it's of true. it gets, you know... 
Yeah. Well, human beings, they get used to things pretty quickly, right? Yeah. So let's yeah. I mean, see how good he is. At the beginning, it was flashy, flashy. Now we're like, oh, we've seen him do that a couple times. It's okay. Yeah. you know. The, so the new norm is this. just like, ah, whatever, you know? Yeah. Like I was He's... saying, all those guys that are batting pucks out of midair. Pasternak tried it yesterday again, by the way. <laughs> I'm like, it's, just a, it's, it's a new play. Just, just the puck fly up in the air. It's a, it's not going to land on the ice anymore. It's it's batting it out of midair and putting it in. That's you know? the thing, just, yeah. That's, that's the that play, guys. It's a sick, <laughs> it's a, sick they're that skilled. Yeah. <laughs> It's McDavid's, or yeah, McDavid is the kind of guy that like his his game. I've said this multiple times. If you if you don't follow hockey, you're not necessarily going to realize how incredible what he does is because mm-hmm. like he does things at such a high speed that mm-hmm. it's like mind blowing, right? His execution speed is incredible, and his his top line speed and his ability to handle the puck at top yeah. line speed are like unparalleled but if you see that not knowing you're just like oh yeah you skated around him and just like put it in the net it's a nice goal oh, it's nothing yeah. special but it's like no 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 hold on like this guy is skating like a superhuman like beast right like he's just it's next level it's i wonder too like yeah. if in like 20 years down the line or even like 10 years maybe similar to with crosby how like the league the skill mm-hmm. level overall like crosby brought up the water level you know like well him and ovechkin mm-hmm. and the, the stars of that era but they were at the forefront yep. of it and like i wonder if that's going to happen with mcdavid too where it's just like in retrospect you're going to look back on it and it's just i mean sure it will it's how the league trends but people look back on it and be like oh wow it's a little more but, uh, normal these days you know like no for sure it's a good yeah. point too because um i heard too i was i was listening to, i think it was pierre mcguire on on tsn there uh, on the radio and he was saying that like there hasn't been a really a bad draft since crosby's draft you know crosby and ovechkin's draft so there hasn't been too many bad drafts whereas a lot of top end guys come out of the, all those drafts he's like it's it's before that and he says i think he said like 2003 was one of the uh sorry two, uh no early 2000s was one of the worst drafts like yeah exactly and it, i think it's after 2004, 2005, Maybe, yeah. 2003 was when the drafts really started getting good. Was, the skill was getting there, and then the, now that's where the league kind of just developed into that, yeah. just that base level of skill. You it was know? probably so 2003 really that cool. it started, actually, because that was like it might be one of the, it might, it could be the best draft class. Ever, I think it's right? 03, 03, yeah. 02, right? Was like the best draft. I think it was one of the greater drafts. 02, so after, yeah. after that, yeah. it's it's been pretty good. But before yeah. that, it was like atrocious. He was talking about like early, late really 90s too. It's just like. Yeah garbage drafts you know yeah. and there's nothing really coming out of those those top end draft picks you know yeah. so this takes us to our next topic actually pretty smoothly here uh alex yeah. <laughs> who's coming out of the 2012 <laughs> class which is known as one of the weakest classes uh that if, I, I have to look at who like overall how many guys have come out of there like and how they've looked but i know like galchenyuk despite all his struggles i think is still second place in points from that draft so that was like an unusually weak draft um, mm-hmm. Galchenyuk obviously was just traded. I did from, not know that. That's pretty crazy. To yeah, think. it's a weak really, draft. Eh? Even with, with the top how, how he's. Eh. Go ahead with how what? Twenty twelve, right? No, no, that's twenty twelve, right? Yeah. Yeah, with how his. No, I'm just saying with how his career went. I wouldn't yeah. have expected that. You know. No, so, exactly. Yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. it's some. I might maybe I got the stack confused, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And like the top three was Neil Yakupov, uh, Ryan Murray, <laughs> and then Galchenyuk. And like Ryan Murray's a pretty good hockey Ryan player, but Murray. he's. Yeah he's hurt often and you know like it's he did he certainly you know that's not exactly the level of of of, or the type of player you would love to get at second overall you know but Mm -hmm, relative to mm -hmm. the rest of the draft i guess it wasn't a bad pick um Mm -hmm. galchenyuk was just traded from ottawa to carolina with cedric paquette in exchange for ryan dezingle uh subsequently he was put on waivers by carolina and scooped up by toronto he is now in toronto um, to talk about the trade quickly, like I was weirdly fascinated by this trade. I was like, this is kind of cool. Like I didn't, obviously they didn't end up keeping Galchenyuk, but had he cleared <laughs> and they did, um, mm-hmm. 
Or no, they sorry, they traded him. They traded him to Toronto. What am I saying? Yeah, traded. Uh, Toronto got uh, Hurricanes got Igor Korshkov and Korshkov, David yeah, Orsovsky. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, just some names. So yeah, I guess they always intended to trade him. But just looking at it at face value, I was like, that's cool. Like Dzingel gets to go back to the place that he had the most success, and yeah. he was he was mm. he was quite a good hockey player in Ottawa in the past. Um, mm-hmm. And like it was like looking at it, I was like, oh, like Galchenyuk, like just the Paquette a- aspect alone. Like I think that's a good addition for them. I like that they're they're adding some sandpaper with Paquette, and I think it's it's a smart move. You know, like you 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 create some assets out of a guy that just wasn't fitting on your team anyway, right? And I think Dzingel had a yeah. decent contract too, so they got to swap that over to Ottawa. I don't know. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like that move. But yeah. well, what I'm wondering is is why would Toronto want Galchenyuk, and why is Carolina getting rid of a Galchenyuk too? That's the only yeah. thing. That's just like a, a the why of like Toronto. That like where's Galchenyuk really going to fit? Maybe he's just an extra guy to have, if anything, you know. So it's just that's what that's the trade. That's I, I like I like where everything kind of landed, but it's just I, I'm wondering what Toronto and Carolina's plan was at that point. You know, it seems there wasn't really a big plan, or maybe they were just always planning on trading Galchenyuk. That's like you said, I wonder that Carolina. Too. I wonder that too. I wonder if it wasn't like something that was established beforehand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they knew that was coming down the pipe and they were close to a to a Galchenyuk trade, maybe they were shopping him around already or mm-hmm. establishing mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. some communication with some teams at the very least. But what's the, on Toronto's end too? Like, where's he gonna fit in Toronto? Toronto's so good. You know? like, yeah, he's, he's, he's like the third line's a checking line. The fourth line's a bash crash. You know, the first two lines are set in stone almost. You know, except for maybe Thornton, if anything. But I, I like it because it's, uh... it's like it's a uh, low risk, high upside, right? Like I love those yeah, signings. Yeah, I love yeah, when Bergerman, yeah. whenever he does those for Montreal, I'm a big fan. They turned it into they they got a hockey player who is a former 30 goal scorer and is still in his 20s. Yeah. I look. I hope he figures it out. There's there's that's one thing like that with Galchenyuk. I don't like the the way he's become like a laughing stock. You know, like people point and laugh at him and like it's it's kind of they're making fun of him a lot. And I feel yeah. like there's a human Scott. aspect to this that's being like kind of left out and that he yeah, people don't just stop being don't just stop performing at their jobs because they suck or just because they they don't care. Like there's something going on beneath the surface that's leading to that. Right. It's, you don't just magically mm-hmm. lose your ability. Um, and I wonder, you know, there's he's been rumored to have. Uh, issues in the past I know like there was rumors about him being in the, the treatment program in the NHL and all that he does like what we were looking at uh, Jack Hahn it was was doing a bit of a, a write-up on him and he talks about him in his uh, in his book uh, or his ebook hockey tactics 2020 which has some great tidbits if anyone's out there check Jack Hahn out he's great he's a former assistant coach for the Marlies um, and he was sort of breaking down Galchenyuk's skating issues and his issues with edge work and it's it's something that he he definitely needs to to address um, to get his game back. Thankfully, Toronto. I mean, Toronto has Barb Underhill is uh, like their skating coach, and she she works directly with the team, and she's sought after like by individual players constantly, and has been for years. I think she's the one who helped uh, Tavares find his 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 stride I think years I remember, years ago. I think I remember hearing about that actually. Yeah, she's very well renowned, and yeah, like she he's probably going to get a very good dose of, of Barb Underhill, and it's it's a lot of structural changes to his skating that need to happen um, for it to improve to the level that it needs to. But I hope that that does happen because I think you know he, the guy's in his mid twenties or mid to late twenties. He's scored thirty goals in the league by like 22 i think like there's still something there he's got a hell of a release like it's just he just needs to find his game it's it's really unfortunate and i hope he does like he's Mm -hmm. a he's a player that i like to root for and he 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 had so much promise there for a time and i really hope he figures it out 
I don't uh, I don't like that people are kicking him while he's down and I, I hope it's a good opportunity, man. Like in Toronto, you look at like they just yeah. signed Jimmy VC. It's a similar thing where like you sign Jimmy VC and there's upside there. And like, yeah, it hasn't panned out and he's not doing great, but what like, who cares? It's a one year deal. Small for risk, yeah. yeah. It's a tiny risk. So sure. you got Galchenyuk too. You put a former thirty goal scorer with some of their one of some of the big four and who knows what's gonna happen, especially if he starts to, to mm-hmm. iron out some of his issues in his game and his skating. You you're talking about his skating, man. I'm telling you, it seems so dumb and simple, but that will change everything yeah. in the game man anybody from from a novice player to pros man the second you change your skating and you become more efficient it's it's unbelievable and like yeah. i i noticed in my my stride what i'm trying to mimic uh connor mcdavid's stride where he, he's kind of efficiently gliding around the ice yeah it's, it's, it's just it's so efficient. the game just comes to you so much better you're in the right spots it's 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 simple like it's it's, it's skating man it's, it's it sounds dumb it's if you have that down uh it's, you're not even thinking about how you're 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 your legs are placed. You don't even think about how you're, you're like which direction your hips are facing. When you have that, that means you're just in the right place no matter what. There's no yeah. more second guessing your stride. There's no more nothing. You're just you're playing your game with that stride in the back of your mind. It's just uh, the game just changes. Everything just comes to you. And I, I noticed that when I played too. The yeah. second of my uh, when I was doing power skating and stuff too, when I was a kid and everything. Forget about it, man. It's just you're just you know you're a better skater than the guy that you're competing against. Not a yeah. better, not necessarily, but like, you know, you have the tools, you know, man. Yeah. It just, it just exactly. opens everything up, man. It just, it's fun. All right. Uh, oh, what's I'm, pissing us I'm, off? I miss playing hockey. <laughs> I miss playing hockey too, man. COVID, you suck. Yeah. COVID's pissing me off. I'll tell you that, but COVID's pissing us off every day. So we got to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. What's pissing us off? We're pissing us off this week. The, we don't have a ton to get into here, but we're, we co-commission a league. We're commissioners. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a deep league. It's a money league. And we've realized like we need to adapt on the fly this year, right? Like we tried to, to plan yeah. for the pandemic going into it, but there's certain things like we had blind spots where it's uncharted territory. Um, and we look back on it, like it's a head to head league and it's not like it's an accumulative uh, stat thing. It's not like a, you're not doing points. Right. So mm-hmm. that yeah. alone, if we were going to continue doing head to head, we've spoken about how we wish we had done it with points, right? Like where it was, it was yeah. points being accumulated. Or basically so even, was... even let's say you win your matchup seven to four, you still get only one point on your record. You're one Oh and Oh, let's say you got yeah, one win. Exactly. You know what I mean, and what's so that, great that even, is it, you know? it, it adds up your overall points and you have that as like a yeah. tiebreaker and a reference. So it, you get to really see uh, which teams have been, performing just regardless of the record you know like you really get a, a better idea uh of which teams are deserving of being higher up in the standings and it's i don't know it's it would have been a, a nice change to do or to have gone straight up with rotisserie like rotisserie, rotisserie this year yeah, is the yeah, fairest yeah. way to go you know yeah and i was like i was mentioning to you is rotisserie you can set the maximum number of games for each position so exactly. i don't know if you noticed like uh my last week i had 70 some odd games against the guy i was playing I had like 50 some odd games yeah. so that's 20 man games that that's come crazy. on man and that's if, if if half those guys get uh, get a point a game uh i'm, I'm laughing it's 10 point yeah. extra you know there's just given to me you know it's not even including my other 50 games that yeah. i have to compare with his, you know, anyways. So it'd be nice to have the same amount of games for every position for every team. And then you can just get your points for that position and it's all equal, completely equal, you know? So we, we, in retrospect, that would have been the most (laughs) level way of doing it. Cause of course it's it's not, we're not in a week to week situation. Like it's not a level playing field, right? Like, and it's, it's, it's legitimately possible this year that you can get screwed over by COVID enough weeks 
And it's possible every year with head-to-head, actually. Like, that does happen sometimes that a team that has, you know, actually legitimately good underlying stats just has bad mm-hmm. luck in matchups and hits enough hot teams that they, they drop or miss the playoffs. But this year especially, mm-hmm. it just has to happen for a few weeks. That happens in, like, four matchups or something. All of a sudden, you're, you're like, you're really feeling it. Cause you're it's so far. Season. Yeah, you're so far away from the pack, too, yeah. right? So... And like we've had to make changes to like the goalie starts, for instance. You know, we have four four is our minimum. We got a big league with twenty mm-hmm. something players, and four is the minimum. We got guys in our league that have four goalies, and they're still missing their their starts for for the matchup. Four you know, starts, like it happened yeah. two weeks in yeah. a row to to a couple guys. And in fairness, like yeah, you want to plan for that and pick up a guy. But from what I understand, there was no one on free agents to pick up on the Sunday and we have daily ads. We changed that as well. So that yeah. we were able to bring back guys. Once they, they clear waivers, you can pick them up the same day. But if there's no backups or no one on the waiver wire, that's playing, it's like, Oh shit. All of a sudden it's, it's Saturday or Sunday. I need starts. I have four guys that should have gotten it done. And yeah. I don't know what to do. It here. sucks too. Cause I saw a couple of guys had two goalies. that were supposed to play that night yep. kind of thing. Two, two starters and then it's just postponed you know yeah. it's like ah man like i have two starts right there it's like half my starts in one exactly. night but and then you no. lose all your points <laughs> you know you lose your entire, like <laughs> they lost all their goal these two uh players lost you give up all your stats yeah, yeah you give up all your all stats. Yeah, stats those gems lose all their stats yeah all so, the stats yeah and we've had to we've decided to to change it from four to three so the three is now the new the new minimum which is a lot easier to clear and that's something like and under an ordinary like under ordinary circumstances and in a regular season that's not an issue it's like at you all. Know, yeah. Hitting four is not an issue. It's really not. You, mm-hmm. you with a big roster, you're fine. And if you're not, you pick yeah. up a goalie and you adapt. But this year, it's different. You know, like it is different, mm-hmm. and we have to acknowledge that and change yeah, on the fly. We added the IR spot too, eh? Because yeah. when people we are being put IR. on the COVID list or on out, so we got to put the IR plus yeah. spot. We added as well. We yeah. added just to make an sure. Extra. We're even thinking about putting the NA spot too, right? Yeah, so. well, we might switch that IR plus spot for an NA spot. And of for course, an we're NA running this instead. by like this is being run by the league before we do it. We put it in the in the message board and let people know and see what they're thinking and oh well, yeah no it's to, to adapt right oh yeah. man it's uh, we, we want to make because we see it happening too and yeah. we want to make everything fair for everybody so exactly. it's just and like i'm doing fairly well in our league and i'm just like this is like i feel like ah this is not fair i don't like the way the fact that i'm yeah, i'm up there but like like yesterday yeah. uh, last yeah. year sorry yesterday last week i played against a guy he had no goalie stats because he, he was there one start short you know i'm like ah, so I you, you like, know ah. your stats are inflated and it's like well shit yeah you know? like you said you played yeah, 77 exactly. games he had like 50 like it's it's just like it's mm-hmm. it sucks it's unfortunate mm-hmm. um and that yeah. was a regular week it was a normal yeah. uh, monday to sunday you know yep. it wasn't even a double week so nope. that's what's uh it's just uh, it's tough it's a like crazy said, year i benefited and... from it but i don't like it because it's like uh, yeah, you don't want to win like that. Who wants to win like that? Yeah. It's not like it's, it's not, it's, it feels you didn't deserve it almost. Yeah, it feels like it's not it, it wasn't a level playing field. It's like you had a handicap, you know? Like it doesn't feel right. So it's I know what you mean. And like, yeah, I think it's important like I'm, I'm I'm proud of us that we're doing that that we're we're adapting as it goes cuz like none of the other leagues I'm in a couple other customs. Although actually no, sorry. One of the customs is fine. It's run really. It's actually one of the hot sauce uh it's a hot sauce. Yeah, you're telling me join that league down yeah, there. That yeah. one's good. Uh, the other one though, like they're not doing anything. They didn't even add an IR spot. There's no IR plus I know. spots in this league. Plus, You're in that one too, uh, it's actually. so yeah. frustrating. Yeah. It's, it's... And tech, I think even here's what grinds my gear with the public leagues. They know that the IR plus spot is available. I'm just giving. They give us two IR spots in Yahoo instead of like instead an of IR, IR plus, plus and an IR. You know, exactly. so there's always At that too that they could have yeah. modified what a bit I mean. too. Anyways, uh, I guess, but like you said, people might abuse the day to day. But they have the. Where you can only add a player yeah, the like next a day kind of thing. Everybody's on waivers, you know? So yeah, that it's, too. It's, yeah. 
And you have a limit. So you can only add so many guys every week anyway. So a week. I think they gave yeah, one exactly. more. It's like five instead of four now or something. But yeah. It's, yeah. yeah but I think still, they anyway. in public leagues could have done a little more too. But anyways, yeah. We're, we've been pissing ourselves off with, with our past choices. But at the same time, I'm happy that we're making those adjustments. You know, like I think that's a really important thing this year is to – to be open to, 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 to changing the format and also transparent with the, the players in your league, if you're a commissioner yep. with that and, and making sure that you're doing it for the right reasons and that everyone mm-hmm. understands why and that they're on board. And I feel yep. like we're doing that and I'm happy that we are, but it's, it's frustrating, yeah. you know, like you look back and in yeah. retrospect, it's like, shit, we should have done this, 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 this. Started from the beginning like this. Yeah, exactly. But we didn't, we didn't really know, right? We're, we're implementing our changes to at the beginning of the season, kind of make, try to make everything more fair for the waiver pickup too, right? Remember, we we're trying to make everybody yeah. equal. And then we kind of, now we've, we have a good mix now. Now, obviously there we kind of switched it up a bit there so i think uh i think this season's gonna help us for the next season actually so you know we're gonna yeah. have all these things we're gonna adapt to and then like by the end of this season we should be able to foresee anything happening in the future we should be able to adapt fairly well you know yeah. so yeah it's definitely gonna it's opening our, our eyes to, to different possibilities for sure and it's gonna i think it's gonna yeah. lead to some permanent changes to our league actually that'll probably make it better that's a that's more exactly yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly what i was thinking man yeah. Yeah, i took the words out of my brains <laughs> We're going to jump into some quick hits here. Let's do, you ready? You ready for some quick hits? Let's do it. Let's bang this out. The rest of this is yeah, going to be I'm, a streamlined I'm... masterpiece. I'm ready for some quick hits. All right. Let's do it. All right. All right we're jumping in. Okay. Name three guys you're considering dropping. Got Ilya Samsonov, William Nylander, and Sergei Bobrovsky. Okay. Three guys you're considering adding. Connor Garland, Justin Schultz, and Joe Thornton. Three guys getting no respect. Clayton Keller, uh, Kyle Palmieri, and uh, Sam Reinhart. Three guys on the top power play you're looking at who are owned in less than 60% of leagues. Yeah, I got what Verana's 64. He keeps hovering around there, so I put Jacob Verana basically because okay. people don't that's seem fair. to have him. He's, he's just that's like my my iffy one there, but uh, he's, he's keeps hovering around 60%. Jordan Stahl 50%, and JG Pajo at 34%. And he's, he's climbing up, so grab him. <laughs> nice. Three guys you'd trade high on right now. Or sell I got Joe Pawlowski, Vincent Trocek, and Andre Palat. Three guys you'd buy low on right now. Mika Zibanejad, uh, Rasmus Dahlin, and Taylor Hall. All right, let's go with you now. Quick hits. Name three guys you're considering dropping. Rasmus Anderson, Jason Zucker, and Tristan Jerry. Name three guys you're considering adding. Uh, I've got Andrew Kopp, Clayton Keller, and Chris Drager. Name three guys that are getting no respect right now. Nick Ritchie. Jacob Voracek, again, and Martin HS. <laughs> it's going to be uh, Name three guys on top power plays that you're looking at that are less than 60% owned. Nick Ritchie, uh, Clayton Keller, and Jordan Stahl. All right. Now, we're looking for three guys that you'd trade high on. Three guys I'd trade high on. Joe Pavelski, JVR, and Kevin Lankinen. Three guys that you'd buy low on right now. Claude Giroux, Carey Price, and Taylor Hall. Let's All right. Those. Let's get into right, it. Shall we elaborate? Yes. In a streamlined, smooth, <clears throat> to the point fashion. Let's go. Okay. Three guys you're considering okay. dropping. Give me your give me your explanations. All right. Well, I got two goalies in mind too. So um, I got Elias Samsonov since he's not getting that much play in uh, in uh, Washington, and they seem like they're going to activate him uh, this Friday. Well, today basically. So he might be in the mix, but it seems like Vanacek is getting a lot of the play. So it's just if you want to just grab Vanacek for now, I don't think too many people are looking at Samsonov. He's kind of just uh, hovering around there, you know. So that's why I don't know. Vanacek's not playing that well, but it seems like they want to go with him a little bit more. So, and I don't know, Samsonov, 
I just think about what one game today this week. Yeah, he's got one one game this year, you know. So, yeah, it's not much to work on. He played well last year, but uh, I don't know. They have a guy that they're happy with right now. It seems like uh, I got my William Nylander was my second pick. It's just because he slowed down a bit there. He got two points last game against Ottawa. He had before that one, two, three, four, six games without a point. So he just kind of slowed down a bit too. But yeah. I'm considering dropping. I wouldn't. I think he still has a the skill there. Just considering it, you know. That's more in a public. Uh, one guy. Imagine too, right? That's a yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Public league. Um, and also my last guy was Sergey Bobrovsky, and that's only because of how good uh, Chris Drager is playing in Florida, and yeah. it seems like Bobrovsky is just back to his old Bobrovsky self for yeah. some reason. I'm just, and I'm, that's more of a uh, not controversial pick, but it's I don't know. It seems not like Drager's just getting a bunch point. of starts, and he's yep. winning games, kind of like the uh, the Hoku Dobin effect that I had there last yep. uh, for last year. He just he just gets games, I mean, gets he wins games the whole. They're just, just wins. That's, uh, yeah. that's what they want. They're getting the wins. You know, we've it's been just, seeing just happening, so. for years too. Like the, it's been a come a it's become a common trend, especially as more goalies have been getting more time, like a, or more um, backups or like one Bs are getting more time. That you're seeing mm-hmm. these like these quote unquote backups that are stepping up mm-hmm. and becoming really fantasy relevant. Like even a few years ago, you had Aaron Dell in San Jose that like. I was like just going to mention him too. Yeah, yeah, like a 930 save percentage or something. And then like you have you know, Kudo and you have Halak. Every year Halak's been automatic Halak, in Boston. Yeah. You know? like it, yeah. It's yeah. really interesting how these guys are, are carving out these spots. And, and oftentimes they're, they're rarely owned because people tend to look for those workhorses, but that's not always the way to go, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It's, no, you're right. No, it's, and like, if you can, like, for example, if you can add on the same day, it's good to have maybe a goal that you trust. Just add him for that day, and you never know, right? So yep. it's it's uh, that's why I think for I don't know, Bobrovsky, it's just, uh, he lost. Seems to just lost his game right now. You know? Yeah, it's just, uh, he, he, weird. I don't know what and it is. also Bobrovsky was also usually drafted a little later, right? Yeah. People draft him a little later. That's why like you can kind of. I'd probably drop him, you know, and people don't really look too much at him because yeah. people were drafting him late anyways. So that's he's why like you can maybe he picks it up again, you know? So, yeah. yeah, and he seems to be getting dropped too a bit more. Too, he is, so. yeah. Anyways. It's trending that way. I mean, yeah. he's he's still getting wins, but like, clearly, like, you look at the goals against average and save percentage versus, like him yeah, versus Drager, it's not even close. very bad. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's oh really my not god, yeah. Right now, uh, 884, 333 goals against, 884, yeah. that's very low. He's got five wins, too, that's crazy. Five one on one is record, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, funny. It's very All right, uh, you're three guys, you're saying dropping. Yes, uh, so me, Rasmus Anderson, uh, Jason Zucker, and Tristan Jerry. So Rasmus Anderson is no longer on the top power play. He's not even on the power play last I checked, actually. Uh, Valamaki got his spot. And his ice time is decreasing. Like he, it's, it was down to 17 minutes a night, or 17 minutes his last game rather. Um, and he did like before that last game he was pointless, but before that he did have like three points in his past two games, nothing on the power play. Um, but it just, I, I think it might be time. I had uh, in that league, it's it's our league actually, it's the deeper one, the money league, and I had uh, Shea Theodore coming off the IR, and I also had Matt Dumba coming off the IR as well. So I have some defensive choices to make there. And I, I actually did end up cutting Rasmus Anderson. Jason Zucker uh, is in a different deep league. Um, and he, I mean, look, he's got four goals and three assists with zero power play points in 15 games, you know, like he's not doing well yet at all. Uh, but he's also a yeah. very streaky player. Power and play points too, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just, that he's not really issue. producing on the power play, which kind of has yeah. every league, uh, has that option, right? Has yeah. that uh, category, sorry. Yeah. But I am holding on to him for now in that league for two reasons. One, the options on free agency are not very good. Um, and mm. two, uh, because Malkin hasn't gotten going, right? Malkin is his center. And Malkin is obviously an elite, just gonna say. You know, all-world yeah. talent or close to it if he's not anymore. And he hasn't gotten going yet. So once or as he gets it going, which I think is an inevitability, 
he uh, Zucker should benefit from that, and he should see his numbers increase and and, and go I up. I like Zucker, uh, yeah, Zucker too, because the thing is, you're saying a drop in that, but when he gets hot, when he gets a couple goals, I, that's where people should look yeah. back at him again. Yeah, you know, you exactly. got to look at him just once he gets that that one or two goal, one or two game stretch where he scores, you start looking at him because he can get uh, into those nice little goal nice scoring stretches, stretches, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got that too. That's what Scored I like. 30 Anyways, goals before. Talking about dropping him, but you never know. Keep an eye on him, obviously, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Definitely keep an eye on him. Like, I, I've considered dropping him. I thought about it this week, but I decided to, to hold on to him, and that's why. Yeah. Tristan Jerry, I tell you, last Jerry. night last night was a, a good step in the right direction for, for yeah. making me Four a little more comfortable. winning against New York. Yeah. It's hard Another, to play Three games in a row he's had good save percentage. I think above 920, I think. So <laughs> it's, it's trending in the right direction. He's uh, This is either a good thing or an annoying thing because it might be yeah, flip-flopping it's just gonna piss me off and make me hold on to him longer than i should but, yeah well what happens is if, let's say you dropped him now he's available you want to pick him up he's gonna start slouching once you yeah, exactly, think exactly. he has that 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 mo you know <laughs> once it. things start going well you pick him up and the next thing you know he's playing like crap yeah that's the, the uh, concern twist, but anyways i'm holding on to him right now i drafted jerry fairly high in leagues so True, there's that too. That's a good point. I, yeah, actually, eh? it's a uh, he's a guy that I'm holding on to. I don't think he's my number one goalie in any league, but like still, he uh, I've invested in him fairly heavily, so I'm holding on to him and I want to see him turn it around. I'm also like, we'll talk about this a bit after in, in hockey talk, but like Pittsburgh is heating up, and I think they they might be rallying a little bit around the crazy circumstances that have been going on there since Rutherford left. So I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see it through and see where it goes. Okay, three guys you're considering adding. Who you got? Why? So yeah, I had uh, Connor Garland, Justin Schultz, and uh, Joe Thornton. Nice. So I've already nice. added Joe Thornton because uh, he's playing with uh, with uh, with uh, Awesome Matthews and Mitch Marner. Yep. So it's just he seems to be piling up points. And this week he was playing Ottawa twice. He's gotten four points in those two games, and he's doing stuff on the power. He's even on the first power play, by the way. Yeah. And I think well, last time I checked, he was thirty percent. 37% only, he keeps going up, basically. Yeah. So he's, he's, he might get scooped up. But uh, anyways, he's, he's just, if he's still playing with uh, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, I think you guys uh, got to add this guy, man. He just does everything. He's just a good, straightforward player, you know? It's that elite he mind, knows, right? He knows. He, he, you see yeah. it. He's still got the elite mind. It's just, you know, he yeah. can't quite do the, the, elite the mind exactly. That he used yeah. to. He can yeah. play at that high level, right? Yeah. 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 You just got to put him uh, in the right... Guy you know, was... It seems like they, they've got him playing behind the net there, and it seems like he's, he's in a good spot there you know sort of just seems like he's and... comfortable anytime he's always got that smile too and he's older right now yeah, too he so he's just got that great attitude for the boys for the yep. kids too like the young kids love this guy man yeah. so that's why it's cool to see him with uh austin and mitch marner you know it's it's the kids gravitate towards him he has that kind of like childish mentality so on his interviews man he's a joker man he's just such a cool guy in the room to have he's that uh, he's the you saw that picture with him, him and Brent Burns, the beer gut hanging out and everything. They're just strutting, that. you know, awesome. while they're in the playoffs. Yeah, it was like two, three years ago when they were in the playoffs and like they're talking about like hockey bods, you know. <laughs> like you saw Joe Thornton who's doing very well in the playoffs at that point too. I think he was just killing it. And you're like, oh, that's the real hockey bod. He's just got like a beer gut almost, you know. It's just yeah. I don't know. He's got the root for it too. So I'd love yeah, to see and, more guys uh, that have that that personality. Uh, that's the, I think that just wears, that just rubs off on everybody, man. So that's yeah. why I think, and I think this guy's fun to have him. It's yeah, got 100%. a good report too, you know? Yeah. Uh, Justin Saltz, my other guy too. I told uh, Jared in our league to add him last week. <laughs> the, the, the night I told him to add him, he got an assist on the power play. <laughs> but Justin Schultz seems to be, um, on the, he's on the Pick second power up. play in Washington. So he seems to be getting a bit more ice time too, and just being relied upon a bit more. And he's just way more involved. Uh, I think he's also second pairing as well too so he's just i don't know he's uh he's kind of gone back in that groove where, where he just he 
produces a bit more. Like in, in Pittsburgh, he produced a bit with the high-level talent. He can work with the Crosbys and the um, the Malkins over there. Like he's working with the Kuznetsovs here, you know, and in Washington. So it's, it's yeah. really cool to see uh, Justin Schultz kind of going back into that classic Justin Schultz mode, you know? Yeah, we always liked he, him too, right? He seems to be able to do this, like, at will. It's crazy. He he seems yep. to prefer being on a team where he's not the guy offensively and like, uh, exactly. that, that can yeah, win. Yeah. You know, he's on winning teams that are that are good rosters. I like where his priorities are if that's why he's, he's choosing these teams. But mm-hmm. it's crazy that he's – like, when Latang was out uh, one year in Pittsburgh, he took over and had, like, yeah. he was with, like 60 points or something. He had, like, 50 or 60 points. No, like he was, no problem, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, just kind of just in does fit it. in right – no and problem, then, like, you know? the next yeah. year he had, like, 17 points because he was playing a different mm-hmm. role again. So it's, like, he's <laughs> yeah, an underrated, exactly. uh, versatile guy. And, like, he's the one thing I'll never forget about Justin Schultz, I think it was Taylor Hall talking about him in Edmonton, saying that, like, mm-hmm. this was, I think, the year that he had, like, 60 points or something in Pittsburgh. And they were talking about how far he's come because his career had been rocky up to that point. And Taylor Hall okay. was saying, like, that he, was, he did things – uh, in practice and stuff that like I had never seen anyone do like when he was quarterback in the power play and stuff he thought the game in a way that I I just never seen it before and it, like that always stuck with me that like that's a special player that's when you got interesting you know, yeah like, yeah I have like to say that about a player too yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so definitely he's, uh, he's an interesting guy I wonder how his career would have been if he was more I don't know maybe maybe if he was in a the 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 role as like the guy a little more often you know and like if he mm-hmm. was he was performing like that he might have we might view him a little differently I think he would probably have a little more lofty stats uh, for his career yeah it's true uh, well we'll never know now eh but no yeah. I just he's doing well too I just look at his game log too recently uh, he's got a point in each of his uh, he's got a point sorry in five of his last six games and a good amount of points uh, on the power play as well he's got four yeah. power play points in those six games so it's go. Anyways, uh, I think he's going pretty good. I think he's going to keep uh, striving that way. Once he cools off a bit, uh, I think a little four or five game stretch, maybe look to drop him. But he's kind of got to just, he might just keep producing for yeah. you as a defense, maybe fourth yeah. D or something, you know, you need to clog up that spot, you yeah. know. So he's, uh, he's a consistent guy to have almost, you know. Yeah. Just throughout the whole year, I mean, you know. That's it. That's it. And my other guy was Connor Garland, man. Connor Garland, I've, I've been I've been boosting him up for a while now, and he's still playing well. He's got he just scores this kid, man. He's got seven goals on the year. Yep. He's wow, he's plus nine. I didn't even know that. He's plus oh, nine wow. on the year too. So for for in Arizona. public leagues, you know. So and yeah, in Arizona, yeah, for Arizona too, you know. So uh, I don't know. He's just good. He shoots a lot too. Yes, let me his last 10, 15 games. Uh, he's got a shot, at least one shot on net. No zero shots here. On top of that. He's a goal scorer, man. He's he's got good hands and close and tight too. He's a goal scorer, so it's it's I don't know. I like him uh, as a player. He's quick, kind of thinks the game. Uh, and like I find he, he thinks the game a little quicker too compared to last year in tight. Uh, he was a little less quick. Now this year I find he just he he's gone to his stride. He's, he yeah. feels it. Yeah, uh, I like that. I like right, you uh, guys. Like Three Garland. guys here. You're considering? Yeah, Gar. That's just he's a goal scorer, and it's yeah. hard to it's hard to find a pretty good goal scorer. I think he's gonna get about 20 goals this year, even with the the shortened season. He might. Get up to th- I, yeah. Let's, let's, let's see. Let's see. I, it'd be cool. It'd be it cool. Would. It would be very cool for sure. Yeah. yeah. Three guys. Oh, for by me. the way, I have a little a goalie. Uh, just three goalies to look at, or four yeah. goalies to look at. You got Mike Smith, J- Mike Smith, James Reimer, and Lankinen, and Drager too. If you because we talk about I was I was talking about dropping two goalies, so just like options for anybody who's thinking for for goalies to add. By the way, I just want nice. a little a little quick segment there, and even Gudas too. If you're looking for hits, he had 44 hits last That's, two weeks, yeah. and I wrote. 
point too. I think he had 54 hits in the last two weeks. He had like a game, a 10 hit game too. You so were reading me that. Anybody's looking for like, those categories. Nuts. His game log is ridiculous. It's crazy. He's, he's, he's hitting yeah, yeah. Moves. And I have a screenshot here where he had the 54 hits in two in two weeks. <laughs> Think about it. That's crazy, yeah, man. It's <laughs> some 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 teams don't get that in a, in a week, you know, right? and in yeah. two weeks or a week, you know. Yeah. So it's uh. Anyway, it's just a quick little tidbit there. Mike Smith, James Reimer, Lankinen, and Drager. Look at those guys to solve your, your goalie woes for, like yeah. I said, Bobrovsky, Samsonov, even if you're thinking about dropping Jerry too, you know? so There you go. Yeah. Good How call. about you? You guys want to consider adding? I like Kopp, yes. man. Yeah, was, Andrew Kopp. Uh, Andrew Kopp is a good one. He uh, He's still not getting much respect, honestly. He he played 24 minutes and 26 seconds of ice time uh, last night, or last his last game. Wow. Um, <laughs> he's clearly got a like much bigger role in in Winnipeg than he has had before and even once Pierre-Luc Dubois was in the fold for those couple games Cop was still getting good minutes like he was still getting minutes in like the high teens I think like he, they they mm-hmm. clearly trust him and they're giving him an increased role and increased opportunity and he's doing pretty well with it he's slowed down a bit he hasn't uh, mm-hmm. been producing like he was early on but I I I'm not if if he's playing in that top 6 I'm not too worried and he does get some hits he does he does some stuff across the board um I like him. I do. I, I've I've looked at him pretty hard. I like, I but I like him, your time uh, on ice, man. Some some yeah. players I've considered not dropping just because I saw their time on time on ice is in the twenties. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, maybe I shouldn't consider dropping because yeah. he's he's being put on the ice a bit. You yeah, know? So and heavily, like and guys that I consider dropping, like Domi, who's getting yeah. twelve minutes. You know, yeah, I'm like, all right, exactly. right away. See you later, dude. You know? Exactly. So, cop getting uh, twenty four minutes plus. That's uh, that's another thing like, to go on to add a guy. You know? Yeah. Let's like, talk about that for a second. Like twenty four minutes for a forward. Mm-hmm. In that top six, a forward group that has Blake Wheeler, Mark Shifley, Nikolai Ehlers, mm-hmm. Kyle Connor, mm-hmm. and he's playing 24 and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. For, and that's a, that's a pretty deep uh, deep court, too, on top yeah, there, man. <laughs> it's one of the deepest in the league. Like To, to anyone listening, I, I, I encourage you to go look at your favorite team and look at the ice time game to game. Look at how many guys are getting that much ice time at four. Yeah, twenty-four minutes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look it's at the your defense. Yeah, for exactly your defenseman getting yeah. that time. You know, exactly. So, and yeah. it's not, obviously, Good he's point. not averaging twenty-four and a half minutes, but still, like he, no. he he's been regularly hitting twenty minutes. It's a testament to how much they yep. trust him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. So I, I like Cop for those reasons. Uh, Clayton Keller. Like I'm glad we get to talk about uh, Phoenix, Arizona here. Um, Arizona. Oh, as far Phoenix. As, I mean, <laughs> we've got a lot of fucking drama going on behind the scenes. But as far as the team that's on the ice, I've always rooted for them, and I always kind of wanted them to succeed. This year, they kind of there was a bit of a fire sale. It seemed like too, and they they seemed like they were selling off, you know, because they needed to financially. Um, so it, it looked like they weren't giving their team much of a chance, but I mean, they're fighting, they're scrappy and, and I like it. Clayton Keller's got five, five points in his last five games. His time on ice has been increasing for the most part. Anyway, it's like last night, I think he had like 16 minutes and it's, it's been stable in like the 15 to 20 range. Um, and he's, he's a, he's a supremely talented player. He just hasn't been able to, to put it together consistently at the NHL level yet. There, there's a guy with Patrick Kane, uh, comparisons early on in his career and coming out of, uh, out of the draft. I don't know. I, I, I really enjoy watching him play. Uh, he's a super creative player. I just want to see Dynamic. him do it consistently. And I hope he's starting to, um, aside from that, I got Chris Drager as well. You know, like He's especially if you've got a struggling goalie right now. Like there's a couple leagues that I was able to to scoop him up as like a handcuff to Bobrovsky. You need to have your numbers right now. If your goalies are struggling, like even if they're big names, like you said, like you mentioned Samsonov to drop him, and like it seems like a drastic move, and he's still owned in the 90s, I think. But you also need to go. He's pretty. He's people are dropping him. I think just well, yeah, he's starting to get dropped. Yeah, and it's it's, crazy. 
I'm kind of jumping on that bandwagon too, you yeah, know? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't blame people who are doing it. Like, I'm, I'm a pretty patient guy, but it also depends on your goalie situation, man. If you've got two of the goalies that were supposed to be good and they're shit in the bed, like, you need to do something. Mm-hmm. You need to make an adjustment. Mm-hmm. And a guy it's like Chris Drager, I still have I still have Samson of all my public league right yeah. now i see i haven't i haven't even dropped it and i got yeah. banished check two like you know yeah, so you it's just like yeah. i'm st- and he's 80 83 minus eight since last week he's there he's just is, dropping yeah. that's the he's thing we're just because yeah. yeah, he's not getting the games right start yeah. the, and he's na now too yeah. you can't put him on the ir he has he hasn't been ir for a bit too so it's just like what do i do you know i gotta yeah. get some matches i gotta get some games and i got guys i need guys exactly. that play here you know so and like he was open about having struggles with covid and like he, he and like that's totally fine that should be more the norm you know like it, I, I feel like that people latched onto it maybe a little bit like acknowledging that he struggled with the mental side of having covid like virtually mm-hmm. fucking any person would um mm-hmm. or many many of us would it's, it's a totally normal well, especially thing. him it's yeah well especially him too because they have like a set routine too right so now that he can't do any of that yeah. so it's just uh sure. he, was, he sent it himself too he can't be with the boys he can't do yeah. you know can't go to can't go to practice can't do anything can't even go to meetings you know but so then it's, like uh, next after that like shortly after he had his one he had a game in the ahl his first game in the ahl and he got like shellacked for five or six goals and i think that mm-hmm. was where it really started the the sell-off a little bit mm-hmm. um yeah but yeah again like if you're if you're having goaltending issues which i think a a lot of people are this year it's it's someone you got to look at chris drager you got to look at the dragers you got to look at the lankinens it might be a little too late to get lankinen but not in all leagues i think he's in the 70s right now so mm-hmm. definitely these are guys to, to to point to and to take a look at um yeah. three guys that are that are getting no respect for you Sam Reinhardt, Cole Palmieri, and Clayton Keller. So Clayton Keller, I won't build more. We we talked about his skill and how how well he's gonna play and everything. Uh, so let's go with. Uh, I'll start off with Sam Reinhardt. Sam Reinhardt, uh, no respect. He's played a little bit better too as of late. Uh, he's he's with. Uh, I don't know if he's with Jack Eichel right now because they keep swapping everything around there. That there. So yeah, yeah. as of late. Uh, Look at his ice in the past time. Five Great games. ice time, right? What's that? His ice time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. His ice time, exactly. 23 minutes last game, 23, 27, 20 minutes the game before that. 20, he's averaging easily between, even before that, against Washington, 24, 36. So yeah. they're putting him on. He got an assist. He's putting up points, too. He's only 43% owned on top of that, too. So that's why I'm going to the, the neurospect side, too, because he's, yeah. he's, he's been established as a good player, too. Even last year, his totals were 50 points in 69 games. And before that, 65 points in 82 games. You yeah. know what I mean? So And not that much of a fluke. 20, 22 goals. You know, each the, the same thing for both those years. You know, so he can score two. So uh, and he's starting to slowly pick it up. So that's another guy that's just not getting respect. Another guy once again. Maybe if you're considering adding, you may want to. And I think he's center and wing lock. Uh, yeah. No, he's just right wing. Sorry about that. No, he's oh, just, just right wing. Right Sam now. Reinhardt's Sorry just right that. wing now. Apparently, I just looked oh. up right now. <laughs> I thought he was center. Right center too. Yeah. I guess they changed it. Maybe. I mean, maybe with how much things are shuffled either. and Buffalo and now they're trying to get things working, you know, maybe he'll be back at center at some point. I feel like that's a weird eligibility to take off. But anyways, I'm sure they have Yeah, right. That's what I was thinking too. It. I just, I guess I'm on the website itself right now. I can maybe check on my app to maybe have a, a better idea. Yeah, no, that's oh, no, he's center, center right wing. Never oh, mind, center right wing. So, there we go. Yeah, so there no, we go. that's where they don't show it on the website itself. My bad. <laughs> Strange, yeah. Okay. Then the other guy I had was um, Carl Palmieri. Nobody um, likes Cal Palmieri. <laughs> I love this guy. True. He's a goal scorer. He's come back. And now they, they, they were off for a bit too, right? So they had a bit of a rest. Cal Palmieri scored two goals. Uh, what was it? Uh, what day was it? I think it was yesterday even. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Goals, right? yeah. The 18th. Was yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Two goals. And he had one on the power play. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. He had a lot of chances on the power play. I remember watching. He had a couple good chances on the power play, but nothing really came out of it. So he's being put on. And he got an assist the game before that. So he's a little streaky. So he's, he starts yeah, scoring. He had two goals yesterday. Say. 
it's time to look at this guy a bit yeah. more too. You know, he's getting no respect. He's he could put up points. You know, so and I think yeah. even last year he, had he gets a little hits too, right? Too. Like he, he hits a little. Yeah, little exactly. Yeah, he's, he's last year he had seventy four hits in sixty five games. The year before yeah. that he had ninety eight hits. That's exactly what I was going to yeah. go to. He hits a bit too. Like he just. If he's not producing too too much, he'll still get you a little bit of hits here and there, yeah. you know. So it might just help you out. At what that, are his shots like know? too? I imagine he shoots quite a bit too, because you're right, he does score and you get some. Dirty yeah, he's dirty a shoot. Goals. Yeah, he's a shooter. His last year, his shots were at uh, 155 shots last year in 65 games. 65 games, yeah, it's not not bad. It's a yeah, decent it's not, amount of shots. And 224 the year before that. He shot up more the year before that. He had yeah. 27 goals the year before that and 25, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah, so he's a he's he's a good player, and like I feel like he's that like his his own percentage is in the forties right now because they had so much time off, and like he that's what I was gonna say. He too, hasn't yeah, exactly. Yeah, he hasn't established himself uh, this season yet, and like every year he tends to, he shows up yeah. and, and plays Cal Palmieri hockey and does Cal Palmieri things, and like he's a, he's a good <laughs> fantasy relevant player, and like that forty four percent. If he gets back to his baseline, which he's pretty consistent, he does he regularly will play at that level. Uh, from season mm-hmm. to season, and once he gets back there, you're not going to get him for you know he's not going to be forty something percent owned. He's going to be in the yeah. probably in the seventies or even eighties if he has a really good you know. Yeah, he can run. do that exactly because yeah. he scores goals too, right? So yeah. that's the thing when like he's once again another streaky goal scorer. He yeah. just when he gets those goals, he just starts starts popping them in. You know, there's so, a lot there. Yeah, his first two goals too, yesterday, like, so. Yeah, true. There's a lot true. of weapons there. They haven't they haven't done amazing, but like there's there's I like the 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 offensive firepower that they've gotten in, in in Jersey there. There's quite a bit going on there. I li- I like his his yeah. chances. They beat Boston yesterday too. I've yeah. uh, watched that game too. They were playing pretty good against Boston. Boston had a nice push at the end of the game, and still they were actually they 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 bent and not broke. Uh, you know that yeah. whole expression there when you bend and not break. Yeah, he's taking on Boston. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, playing pretty well. They were winning three one going into the third, I think too. So it was a, it was it was a good test to how good they would do, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, that Pasternak man, holy crap! Yeah, Can he skate else. and shoot? Yeah. <laughs> All right, for you now. Three guys are considering. Uh, sorry, three guys uh, getting no respect. Yeah. So Nick Ritchie at twenty six percent. We mentioned him last week too. He yeah. was part of the was he was he was no he was the guys to watch. I think considering adding actually you're saying spoken about and it. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and power play it was actually the top power play unit. That's I think it was in that segment where guys that are on the top power play that you're looking at who are owned in less than sixty yeah. percent, and that he's you're going to hear me say his name again for that. Um, he's twenty six percent. He's down five percent from last week. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Nick Ritchie is playing the best sense. hockey of his career, and he's getting the most opportunity in his career. I, like I get it. Okay, Nick Ritchie's pissed me off in the past too. Okay, but at a certain point, like people deserve second chances. You know. Like at some point hey, you gotta let him out of Nick Ritchie jail and and give him a chance because like he's playing on the top power play unit in Boston and he was who's doing he playing that... exactly who's he playing for I was just gonna say who's he yeah. playing for I don't I no more yeah and he's getting top six minutes he's like he's averaging fifteen fifty nine time on ice on the season like he's got ten points five goals four power play goals seven power play points. 35 shots, 22 hits, 14% shooting percentage, which is above his average, but that's not an insane number. You know, like, he's still yeah. getting opportunity. The Kastanak came back, doing this and they kept him on the top power play. Like, he's... I don't understand why 26%. Do I own him in any leagues? No, I don't own him in any nope. leagues. But I don't understand why no one else does. <laughs> I also punt hits. I, I, I'm a flawed manager. Okay, oftentimes I will punt hits because I just, I just do. Okay, yeah, just that's do. okay. I, I was doing that for about 
what, two years? It's, yeah. it's been two years they've been out. So I'm all it's the first year I don't really punt it that much, and I'm still like, eh, yeah. I don't really care about it. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be in the mix, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, aside from that, Voracek, 53%. Let's talk about Jacob Voracek every fucking week until he's owned more. Wayne. Again, yeah. Um, <laughs> until he's at 70% owned, and yeah, that's fine. He's got 12 points in 13 eight. games. <laughs> you know, like, he's only got three power play points. I get it, but he's, like, he's on Philly. He's on a great unit they, they have a ton of firepower to go around the offense is, is gonna or the, the power play points are gonna come uh i don't i don't understand it like 53 percent, it doesn't make sense i get he's a right wing lock and that's not ideal like I, I know that that will bring it down a little bit but come on like it, the guy is basically performing at a point per game pace he's not going to i don't know maybe he will maybe i'm wrong maybe I'll, maybe i'll be doing this all year for no reason maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm, I'm just an idiot but <laughs> I like I like Jake I'm, w- I'm with you on that one. Yeah, fifty three percent. I'll pick up Jakub Voracek in my public league just for you. Spence. Thank you. So just Thank like you. Can more people out there up. do that too, please? Okay. <laughs> he's he's a right wing lock though. It's you know it does you, you got to factor it in. No, fifty three percent is too low. Like Voracek to me is a guy that like should be in like around seventy to me. I, I think yeah. is, a, is a good yeah. number for Voracek, and if he's hot, it's going to be more than that. Um, Definitely, I don't know, I, eighty I just, something easily. Yeah, no, he's seventies is a respectable percentage yeah. of own own percentage for yeah. him, right? So it seems yeah. that like if he's if he's around seventy, then I'm like okay, like at least that's that's fair, you know. At fifty three percent, I don't I don't get it, and yeah, I I, I like Voracek clearly. I think he's a good player, and I, I really. Don't think his performance this season warrants him being 53% owned. He's at 12 points in three, uh, 13 games. It's, you know, I get it. Not a ton of power play stuff. He's not scoring goals, but mm-hmm. give it some time here. And, and yeah, I, I, I think he's going to shoot up by, by year end. And if he doesn't, and, and I will eat my Philly own foot. Too. Philly's going to play a bit yeah. better too, I think, man. Exactly. That's I think too. Exactly. There's got to be some um, more. There's got to be some more on that team. Yeah. I, 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 I like Jacob Vorchek, clearly. Um, Martin HS. <laughs> Martin HS is getting big ice time. That's a great pick. Yeah. Yeah. 8% owned. This guy is really talented. Like, if you've watched uh, HS play, like, this guy's got star potential. Like, he's a really good, talented player. Um, mm-hmm. He's getting more ice time. He's got a goal and seven assists, three power play points in 11 games. But the opportunity is increasing, and he's got the skill set to grab that and and run with it. Someone to look at for sure. Uh, I think 8% is, is quite low. I've got him in a couple leagues, and I like his upside. At the same time, obviously monitor uh, and, and see if he yeah. does run with the opportunity. But very good player. So that's, yeah, I think, keep an eye on him yeah, in case low. he does start picking up. Because yeah. Yeah, he seems like a guy that might get scooped up pretty quick, yeah, too. Exa- exactly. He he could, last year he starts, had a moment, too, where he, he got scooped up pretty quick, yeah, I think. That'll nice, shoot up like, from, like, 8% stretch. to, like, 50 in, like, you know, in, in a week if he starts to perform. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll, it'll, he's going to shoot up pretty drastically. Yeah, exactly. You look at Pajot jumping up, like, 30% or whatever. With his, He's getting hot mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, three guys on top power play that you're looking top at who plays? are yeah, owned in less than 60% yeah. of leagues. Yeah, I had put – well, like I said, I had put Verona. He's, like, hovering around 60 – I think he's 63 now. He's, he keeps going up and down. He's around, he's 60, he's around that play? mark. What's that? He's on the top power player. Yeah, he is, dude. I, I saw them play two days ago, I think. Uh, him, Ovechkin, uh, Backstrom. Uh, who's the guy on the back end? It's, he's, he's top. He's, 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 I'm pretty sure he's... Let me just double check here. I'm yeah, sure. pretty sure. I saw him play top power play here. Let's just start, actually. Since he's 64%, I don't screw him. We'll go with Jordan Stahl, playing a lot better hockey now. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Go on, go on. Do it, do it. 
But yeah, Jordan Stahl picked it up a lot uh, co compared to uh, the way he was playing before there. And I think Jordan Stahl, too, is another guy too, that's second gets hot. He might be good for a good 10, 15 game stretch. It's another guy that you, once he starts dipping a couple games, people start dropping him. So maybe you want, but I think you might want to hold him for, for more than, let's say he has two games where he doesn't play well. Try to hold him for a third or fourth game. He might end up doing a couple of things. That's the thing with Jordan Stahl is the second you drop him, man, he always just produces. It's yeah. just, he's one of those players that just will get you a couple, couple points. And like, he gets like two, three points a game when you drop him kind of thing. He's one of those guys I find. So yeah. that's, that's the one of the guys that just bite you in the ass. If you drop him, I find. And my other guy was uh, JG Pajo was another guy who's 30, 34% owned. Nice. So I think he's, he's starting to score a lot more too. And people are clearly picking him up too. And like, he was doing well at the beginning of the season, not well, but like, uh, sorry, last year he was scoring a lot uh, as well too. So like, uh, I find him the second he gets hot and starts scoring, man, he just doesn't stop. And for example, one, two, three, four, five, five goals in the last five games, basically. So yeah. that's, uh, it's, I think it's time to look at him, you know? <laughs> yeah. He, he had some real, real good stretches last year. Like he, he really established himself as a streaky uh, goal scorer last year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Kind of that's it. But like too. when he's hot, man, and like it's funny because he could, you could, he's one of those guys you can sort of tell he's he's gonna heat up and like yeah. he's gonna score. You're just like you, you can you can tell he's gonna start scoring a bunch of goals and and score in bunches too. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just uh, I don't know. He's and he's not he's getting scooped up a lot too right now. So if if you can find him, if you can pick him up, they'd be in it'd be a nice little ad. He's center lock too, which is kind of kind of no fun, but you know. Yeah, Verana, second, uh, he's first power play. There you go. Right beside Baxter, TJ Oshio, Ovechkin, John Carlson. Wow. So and that's a big him. opportunity for him. Like that, even at 64% on, like you, you cheated a little bit, like you said, but that's a good, you got to take note of that because he doesn't get top power play opportunity in Washington very often, or he hasn't yet. No, in Washington, yeah, Kuznetsov was out for a bit too. I think that's why he might have gotten mm, that yeah. chance. So I think that's what could have contributed, but he's playing well. He's, yeah. uh, I've liked him for a couple years too. Yeah, same he, here. he had a good stretch last year too, so... Uh, He's one of the players that I, it's another once again one of those guys that I'm I'm rooting for you know yeah and he's kind of buried behind some like unreasonably good talent you know what I mean like it's similar we're yeah. talking about Schultz a little bit but Verana it's even more because he's a very very talented player and he's capable of being a top six forward in a top power play role I think on many teams but in Washington he's still taking the back seat for now mm -hmm. anyway, for now. So. Yeah, for now. And uh, he had a nice stretch before too. He yeah. dipped a bit too recently. He's he's, uh, he's he's ten point total on the season. Only two power play points. But uh, if he keeps getting the chance on the first power play, uh, oh yeah, sixty percent only. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. How about you? Who do you got? Uh, let's discuss your uh, top power yes. play guys. So Nick Ritchie. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, that? <laughs> he's uh he's 26% owned. He's down 5% since last week. He's got, uh, <laughs> I do have another tip. I did write down another tidbit, though. He's got one goal, 10 shots, and four hits in his past two games. So, although, actually, yeah. I don't think that's counting last night's game. Whatever. Did they play last night? They did, right? Boston just lost last night. We just talked yeah, about Boston this. Lost, Boston lost, yeah, 3-2. Yeah. Oh, so it's probably yeah. different. But well, anyways, the, the two games before that one, okay? One goal, <laughs> 10 shots, and four hits. Um, he, yeah, yeah, I already talked about him. You, you know why you should pick up Nick Ritchie, and I think yeah, you yeah, should. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, you got Clayton Keller, too. Even Jordan Stahl, too. Clayton Keller was the other guy, too, which yeah, we had mentioned Keller and Stahl, before, too. Yeah. He's, getting, he's getting more chances, right? So Yeah, exactly. Keller, 34% owned. Uh, he's getting increased ice time. Three goals, three assists, plus four. Two power play points in the past two weeks. You know, He's worth taking a look at. I love guys that have high upside like that, that have the the talents mm -hmm. to to be the skill, yeah, yeah, the skill and the talent to be you know bigger performers than they have been historically. So that's a it's a good opportunity there. Jordan Stahl, I mean, Jordan, he's the guy's playing out of his fucking mind right now. Like this is insane, right? He's yeah, fourteen points in eleven games. 
He's got six goals on 17 shots, which is alarming and wow. something to be very aware of. That's bound to regress. I mean, that's no no one in the league can not, keep that up. But I, I did not know that, and I own him in a couple teams. <laughs> I mean, no, but he's hot right now. Like, it's, it's a streaming option. You're right. Like, why not? Like, fire away. Grab him while he's still hot. Yeah. And he does, like, wow. he's, a, he's a good all-around guy. He's owned right now. That's crazy. Yeah. He went up 20-some-odd percent. I just yeah, shot him right now yeah. as of Friday afternoon. It's crazy. But like, he's got six goals, six power play points, 14 points in 11 games. Hey, come on. Like, that's that's impressive. Yeah. And I might be forgetting yeah, him. Man. He played last night, too. Or the he hits, too. He, hits, he, always, he, he, always, it, yeah. he always usually puts up hits, man, yeah. too, on and top of everything. And you can rely on him so. for that, right? So it's if you yeah. if you need yeah. a guy that's going to chip in some points here and there and get you hits regularly, like, he's a guy to go after anyway, you know? Like, he's, he's not the best option usually, but even if he regresses some and – continues to put up a little more offense than he normally does and he's a good ad regardless you know he's not going to continue yeah. to be over a point per game but you don't expect that out of him yeah that's yeah. true while he's hot pick him up while he's hot basically that's right that's it uh three guys you trade high on right now okay so um i got andre palat in our league actually and he's okay. he's once again he's playing kind of out of his mind too and he hits a bit too so that's another guy you might want to trade high on uh, he's at 60 percent own he's he's climbing up slowly so people are starting to look at picking him up so if you can trade him off to someone for something uh, a little bit higher someone that's kind of doing less well you know and he hits too so that's another thing to like kind of boost his value up a bit too yeah. so uh, and I'm actually going to keep Palat because I think he'll do good the rest of the season. So maybe you don't want to trade him away. But if you're looking to get a good player for him, if you can, go for it. You know, yeah. so I think he might be able to, to swing you some kind of talent, if anything. Yeah. Uh, Vinny Trocek too is another guy too. That's that mm. maybe him. I think yeah, Vinny Trocek sell him a bit high. Uh, I wonder I think... with Trocek if you know we both like Trocek quite a bit. And we have for years. Yeah. I wonder if he actually isn't getting enough respect yet to be sold high on. I wonder if people are actually going to give him the That's credit That's what I'm wondering, too. Yeah. Just look at his last game logs. I'm just double-checking right now, man. He's got a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven points in his last five games. Wow. And he's he's playing got another great. Like, he went one game without a point, then he got a goal, then yeah. another game without a point, then two goals. When I say he's... He's, wow, he's tearing up pretty good too. I didn't even know that much. So he, he might be able. You never know. People, I think people are adding him too right now. So I'm looking at guys that were being added too. So for example, the Palat starting to be added too, and Trocek, you know. So that's why people are starting to look at those guys. So if people want them, you know. Certain guys have guys that they like. Oh, the, oh, let's go look and see if Trocek's still available, and they can't pick him up. Oh, maybe they you can trade him trade off to him. someone yeah. that likes him. You know. Yeah. So yeah, and also I had Joe Pavelski, but that's another guy too that I'm looking to hold. Like I would maybe even hold him just because of how good he's playing you know but uh, you can pry a good talented forward uh, out of someone's hand with Joe Pavelski and just his age hits him or something randomly then good on you you know so that's that's why but it's another guy that you can trade high on him but uh, I might want to I don't know think about holding him if anything because it's how good he's playing you know yeah I've got him on my list as well that's three you, you named your yeah. three yeah, that was my th- exactly. Yeah. Yes, sir. So I I have Pavelski as well, um, and he he's been playing out of his mind. Like it, it, I'm attached to him too because I drafted him and I held him like throughout the <laughs> the stretch there in the beginning where Dallas wasn't playing yet, and it's been really really nice. Um, nine goals, seven power play goals, twelve power play points, seventeen points, twenty eight percent shooting percentage. Wow. Uh, his career average is twelve point six, but regardless, uh, and this is in twelve games, seventeen points in twelve games. He's playing out of his mind, and he's got a great opportunity right now in in Dallas. I I did expect him to play better and perform at a much better level. I didn't expect this, um, yeah. but with Tyler Sagan out for sure, like he's he's got a bigger role, and he's he's bouncing back from last year. I love him, but like this isn't sustainable. 
right? Like he can't mm-hmm. keep playing at this level. And if he does, well, fuck me, right? But he, <laughs> he, he can't. He's he's thirty five or thirty six years old. Like it's bound to come down. And I think he's still going to be a yeah. valuable player. I too, I'm planning on keeping him because like I I like Joe Pavelski. I think he's a good little part of my team. But but you wouldn't be against it. So you can find something for him. Yeah. You wouldn't be against like you're going to look for those trading options, right? Yeah. So that's why you put him there for yeah. like trading high on, right? But like. Yeah. You want the right trade, basically. Right? Exactly. He's and he's he's a great he's a great candidate for it. You know, he is he's up there, mm-hmm. getting up there in age. He's playing out of his mind. His shooting percentage is is like unsustainable. He's is he. It all makes sense, you know. And like he's got that name yep. too. That if people like, I know he didn't have a great year last year, so the the name doesn't carry as much weight. But he also has had a great career, and he's been a great fantasy performer through most of it. So there might mm-hmm. be some people that are attached to that uh, that name. Um, and if not, just looking at it, how True. he's performing, there might be people that think that he can continue to do that in in some form. So if you if you find a good trade for him, I think uh, he's he's definitely someone to look at moving. JVR as well for the same reasons. JVR is like Pavelski but worse. <laughs> just as a hockey player overall. Like, yeah, just, he's having a very good start. Too, insane man. start. He's playing freaking yeah. phenomenal. We we like, we talked about this last you know like last episode. He this is where he gets his points. You know like I don't think he's going to do this for the rest of the season. He he does this. He's done this for the past couple of years. Like he gets very hot and then goes very cold. Yeah. yeah. But if you can find someone that wants JVR again, it's a good name. If you can find someone that 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 will trade a good asset for him, I would do it in a heartbeat with with him. Exactly. Um, I'm not yeah. expecting yeah. him to continue again. Like he's got seven goals, five power play goals, six power play points, 18 points in 13 games, 23 su- shooting percentage. His career average is 12.12. So there's going to be some regression there either way. I don't know. I really, he's I, I a bit of a power, uh, he's got a power play upside too. Like they like using does, him on the power play. He just yep. scores too randomly on the power play. That's that's just that's his mo. He just kind of just pops out of nowhere, just gets you a bunch, bunch like, of bunch points, of points and bunches. In the shorts. You know, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That is his mo. That's part of why I don't like him, and I do think he's gonna yeah regress. But if you can get something a good asset for him, I would do it for sure with with JVR mm-hmm. Lankinen, Kevin Lankinen. I mean, this one I, I don't even know how I feel about it. He's seven, two and three, 2.29 goals against average nine, three, one save percentage. Um, and you could look at, at trading him for, for a struggling established guy, you know, like if you can find someone yeah. that's interested in, in trading him, I mean, maybe you can find someone that would want to trade price for him. That being said, mm-hmm. and at face value, I say that and I'm like, well, who's going to even trade price for him. But like, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Goalies are fucking voodoo. It's not out of the realm of possibility that he keeps this up and has a better season than Carey Price. It's it's not this happens every year. Like this is yeah. why we had that that segment where we're talking about who's going to be the next Tristan Jarry, the, the breakout goalie who comes out of nowhere. And like mm-hmm. it looks like it's going to be Lankin in this year. This happens virtually every yeah. year. And goaltending he's a rookie too, eh? Yeah, he's a rookie. It's it's, sure? it's crazy. He's he's doing amazing things. It's 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 a year where a lot of goalies are struggling right now. So if you've got mm-hmm. him performing i don't blame you for keeping him either and it's like let's see where this goes chicago is playing above their heads they don't have taves back and who knows if they ever will get him back this year hopefully they do hopefully he's okay um but they don't like there's there's reinforcements that are available still for him yeah it's that mystery they're trying to trying to figure last i heard and then we're trying to figure out what's what's going on and you know my heart goes out to him it's a whatever he's going through i I hope he he gets through it soon those are fucking frustrating uh mystery illnesses quote unquote you know so i i hope he does come through but if he if he comes back that's an extra added boost and they're i think chicago now too he wants to win right they were talking about a rebuild too so he's gonna want to the core in chicago i think took offense to the fact that management wants to rebuild i think they Mm -hmm. they really Mm -hmm. were not pleased with that they were taken by surprise and I think they're 
not happy with it. They're like, it's kind of like a fuck you. Let's do this anyway. And I, I, I think yeah. goaltending was the glaring issue there. If you looked at their roster outside of goaltending going into the year, they had a, a decent roster. You could imagine it being in the mix if they had good goaltending and yeah. they've had phenomenal goaltending so far and it's keeping them in the mix. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame anyone who wants to hold on to Lankinen, but it is a good opportunity to try and, and trade high on him because goaltending is hard to come by. You can definitely find also, a manager. Who's yeah. Well, Lankinen too, to your point is you can find someone that's struggling with their goalies or playing like crap. Let's exactly. say and you can see if you can trade him for somebody that's established, yeah. like you said, you know, yeah. so you never know. They you never know to, to send like, them off somewhere. Again, Stick at the other teams what they're doing. If a guy really needs a goalie that needs to perform, yeah. you know, I can't find one on the free market and the free agency. Yeah, that might be your guy to trade with. You, you got Yeah, people so, are going to be desperate right stats, now. Got to, very nice stats, man. Seven yeah. two and three, two twenty nine goals against, nine thirty one save percentage. Uh, elite. That's very really very elite nice, numbers. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's my take on Lankin, and I, I would definitely consider it for the right. Uh, the right deal for sure. Yeah. But I well, speaking of the buy and low guys, uh, you spoke about yep. Carey Price. That was one of your guys too. It so is, yeah. uh, there you go. You, <laughs> you go right yeah, in. It's a perfect match. Carey Price. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, it seems like a crazy thing. Like who would trade Kevin Lankin yeah. for Price? But like, right? I, I don't think it is nearly as crazy as it seems. At face it's value, funny you so. mentioned because like, oh, it'll end up, they might just end up that Lankin in will have better stats yeah. than Carey Price. It's yep. like, it's funny you say that. Cause like, yeah, you're right, man. Carey Price will initially like it's a, a 915 Lankin in with a 918, 920, let's say, yeah. you know, so it's, it's, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> And like if, like if you think, think. Carey Price finishes with a 915 save percentage, like as a the Montreal Canadiens fan, I'm happy with that. That's like a rebound, right? So he's mm-hmm. his like I don't know. Yeah, I could see it happening. Three guys mm-hmm. uh, to buy low on right now. Go ahead. Yeah. You want me to go? Yeah. All right, let's go with uh, Mika Zibanejad, Rasmus Dahlin, and Taylor Hall. Eh? So I'm going to start off with Mika Zibanejad, man. Yeah. This is uh, my boy Love back from boy. Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> when he got traded for Derek Brassard for no reason. You got you to root for him, man. He's one of the only Iranian players in the league. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, he is. I think that's actually playing at this high level, too. I think yeah. he actually is the only Iranian player. So, be, anyway, yeah. Mika Zibanejad would be, if people are looking, I think people are even dropping him, too, a bit, too. He is a center lock, but he hits, too. So, that's a guy that, if somebody really wants to get rid of this guy, uh, try to pry him out oh, of his yeah. hands, because I think he's going to score later on. He might get the chance of playing with Panarin on the power play, too. It's He's he's so skillful. His shot is ridiculous. I remember when I saw him playing for Sweden, right before he played for Ottawa, his, his shot was his wrist shot, I'm talking about. Just that, that nice, old-school, windy wrist shot where he just gets all that fucking... All that firepower from the back leg and just whips it in. That's that's what he's got, man. He's got one of those strong wrist deceptive shots. So uh, and like if you can find someone to trade with you, go right ahead, man. I'd take that in a heartbeat because he would hits take an, too. I would that's too. And thing I, too. Look at last year's stats, okay? Forty one yes. goals, seventy five yes, points in fifty seven yeah, games. Okay. Yeah, Fifteen yeah, power play yeah. goals. Twelve yeah, power yeah, play exactly. assists. Like that was and obviously exactly. like you can't expect him to do the same thing again. But the year before that he had mm-hmm. seventy four points, thirty goals and eighty two games. Eighty two exactly. Yeah. You know? So like so, it's not uh, it's not just a fluke here. Uh, no. kick and score, kick He's and score play, you know, player. and look at hundred and thirty four hits in that eighty two game season too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like once again, if he's not really producing for you for other things, so get you a couple of hits here and there if you need, you know. So anyways, like I said, if someone if you can get him, uh he's like I said, trade him, he's he's on the low right now, you know. So yeah. it'd be nice gotta have Ross Dalin is another guy too that you should look at too. If people are even dropping Dalin, so it's it's if you can scoop him up off the agency, go for it. But uh, you can get him if you can get him 
on your team. I think in the when Buffalo stopped playing for a bit too, so they had a little stretch there. And look, he wasn't even his points aren't even that that bad technically in the last five games there. But uh, he's he's a player that I just consistently plays, and it's time on ice never changes really. He's got about between twenty two to twenty five minutes basically he yeah. plays, you know. So and he's, like, he's, he's, he's struggled to find his game. Like he's not he's not who he was yet. Like he's still yeah. getting there. So I think there's a ton of room, ton of runway for him to to improve. Yeah, definitely. So, and like I said, he's, he's on the low right now. It's just his plus minus. So I just saw that he's minus 14 on the season. That's the only thing there. So yeah. that's, that's the one thing that maybe stay away, but uh, he's on the low right now too, you know? So, yeah. And Buffalo we also mentioned Taylor about. Hall was another guy too, to buy a low. Yeah. Um, He's not horrible. He's got what nine nine points on the season. I'm just gonna read out like a little bit like his how his games went. So he went four games without a point in the past four games, and then in three and two games he had three points, and then before that there was four points where he had nothing, and he had a stretch of three games with uh, five points I think right before that. So he's kind of streaky. So if you can find someone that'll be willing to part, because people will still hold on to that because he gets. Um, multi-point games, you know what I mean? Yeah. People like that stuff. The two assists, the three assists, the one goal, one assist. They like that stuff, you know? So if you can find someone to part ways with them, then then I would say jump on him, you know? He's, he's, uh, he's got that speed that everybody loves to have, too, in the in the new NHL. So yeah. it's uh, he's on a bit of a slump, too, in New York. Uh, sorry, uh, um, Buffalo. Buffalo's a little I mean, Buffalo, iffy right now, right? So, yeah, Buffalo's a little... Yeah. Yeah, once again, Jack Eichel's not super happy. I, I hear again, I you know. So, <laughs> so it's I just uh, that's the only thing too. It's it's the Buffalo aspect, right? Yep. So, ah, I got two guys on Buffalo. That's the <laughs> yeah. Never the, 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 noticed that. <laughs> Buffalo is that team for us. I think both of us really look at what they've got on that roster, and we're like, man, like, can they just figure it out? Because I yeah. love the pieces that they've got up front, and I, it's, it's they, there's so much firepower there that it's I I want to see them succeed, and I want to see Jack Eichel win. I want to see good players win or at least be in mm-hmm. contention and, and making the playoffs. It's good for the game. It's good for the players. It's good for the teams. Like, I just want to see that. It was interesting, too. That it was um, Ted Nolan. Remember Ted Nolan, the coach? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, uh, he, they did a little TSN special on him recently, and like he was mentioning that management wanted him to lose that year when it was Jack Eichel, the, the draft year, 2015. Um, they wanted him to lose to, to try and really? get McDavid. Yeah. That's what he was saying. Ted Nolan's like, a good coach, a too, man. I liked him. He was in um, New York Islanders for a yeah. bit, too, right? Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, yeah. yeah he was, I like the way he coached, too. He, he was, won the he Jack was, Adams uh, in the 90s, too. He's, he was an interesting thing him, about man. how it was a combination. Like, he was saying, like, uh, that part of it is he's his own worst enemy and that he might have a role in why he hasn't gotten as many jobs. But he also, like, the, the interviewer asked him, like, if you were white, do you think you would be working? He was like, oh, 100%. Like, and he's, he's right. It's an old boys club. A guy who, who won a Jack Adams, like, he would definitely be getting more opportunities than than he has. Yeah, at least getting yeah exactly yeah. at least getting the chances right yeah. that he would. Yeah. Yeah. So I you know it's it's just interesting though that like they they intentionally tanked that year and I think that really doesn't do good things for your culture you know no, it, for it your just... for yeah but for basically because yeah like he, to your point is that Jack Eichel is supposed to be the guy supposed to be saving your franchise and you're like oh you know we still have to lose this year by the way buddy yeah. like I know you're the savior of the franchise you know but you're no not no but this was before you know? this was we to gotta... get Jack Eichel this was like the year before oh, he got drafted. okay okay like, they were trying to get McDavid, the the, the year they got okay I thought yeah. the year they got Jack Eichel no, okay no, no, sorry no. sorry okay sorry about that I thought you no regardless though the year. Yeah, no, obviously, no, no, but that would have been even worse, you know. Yeah. I, I oh, thought yeah. that's what you said. That would have been like, fuck, man, you get the, you get your, not your first overall, but you get your second overall pick, and, and you're still, you still want to do it. Lose. I thought horrible. that's what you said. Sorry about that. No, yeah. no, no, no. But so, even it's still, still, like, pretty it, crazy though, right? The, yeah. Yeah, your no, core, sure. your your core, and your future is built on intentionally losing. 
you yeah. know, and like oh, it, sure. it takes a really yeah. some really smart maneuvering to get around that. Like you really need to. Connor McDavid will make you do some crazy thing. No. Yeah, oh, seriously, man. <laughs> Jack Eichel too. Like Jack, it's a hell of a fucking consolation prize that they got. But I mean, yeah. it, it, it's tough. Identity again. We talked about how important identity is, and Buffalo has never been able to establish one since Mm-mm. he was drafted. And like Ralph Kruger, mm-hmm. I had high hopes for Ralph <laughs> Kruger that he would be able to come mm-hmm. in. He's a real players coach. Players tend to love to play for him unless they're Jeff Skinner. Um, Even when they had, remember when they had Phil Housley too, right? Yeah, Phil Housley he was, was in the there for a minute, right? Yeah. And they were like running gun. They were actually, yeah. they were they were they, getting scored yeah. on a lot, but they were scoring themselves. Like they were like, okay, this yeah. is the way the new NHL is going this direction too. So it looked like a perfect fit too at that point, right? So it did. Yeah, we were excited about Housley too, and it just didn't. I don't know. It's it's really tough. I want to see them succeed, but it's you know it's not happening. For me, my my buy lows. Uh, Claude Giroux, Carey Price, Taylor Hall. Claude Giroux, again, like he's got 11 points in 13 games, five power play assists, no no power play goals. But again, similar to uh, Pavels, who was I talking about? Who's the other guy? Similar to and JVR, if anything. Voracek, sorry, yeah. Similar to Voracek. Oh, he's producing pretty – he's got pretty good numbers. They're not bad numbers, and it's just like – and again, in a normal season, 82 games – this is less of a of a flag for people or less of an issue or sticking yep. point than it is this year in a condensed season. I again I'm I'm being patient with guys like that. Like I believe in talent, I believe in high end ability and I believe in these guys finding their games again or or not even, I don't even feel like they lost their games. Like I feel like the points are going to come. Basically the points are mm-hmm. going to come. They're already kind of coming. They're like playing at a close to a point per game pace. So Yeah. Um, yeah. I like G for that. I think Giroux's a really good player, and I. That's why, like, like we were mentioning too, like certain players that can have their their greatest season ever is thirteen points in thirteen games. Whereas Giroux's like, ah, oh, you know, he's kind of slow, and uh, yeah, he's not doing much this year. You know, it's like, yeah. well, <laughs> it's close, Giroux. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I don't know. He's he's young and he's young enough that he he's still the same player. I think. I, I don't know. I I really have quite a bit of faith in Claude Giroux, and I think his name probably has the least amount of respect that it's had in years. So if, if you can go in and get That's him true. from by low. Yeah. I would target him. Uh, Carey Price yeah, as did. well. I would target Carey Price. I think the Canadians, as much as the past few games have been a cause for concern, that they, they're they not showing up and not doing the, the things that they were doing early on that were so uh, confidence-inspiring. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think that they're going to find a middle ground that is a very good team. And I think Carey Price is going to, to improve his play in the process. Um, and he seems to be finding his game already. He's, he usually he's does. Yeah, better. he usually does, yeah. man. He's, he's that type of goalie. Yeah. And I think there's uh, there's some positive uh, regression to, to see there. So hopefully that'll come. Uh, Taylor Hall. Yeah, we talked about Buffalo you know, at length mm-hmm. just now. And like, yeah. I really want to see them work it out. Those fucking minuses are not pretty if you're looking in public leagues. Yeah. It's tough. But, yeah. like, you know, Hall, Darlene, Sam Reinhardt, all guys that I that I believe in and think have a lot of Once talent. Once again, like you said, you're buying low on these guys. So you're looking to either trade for these yeah. guys or seeing if people are willing to trade those guys yeah. too. So, yeah, you never test out the waters. Yeah. Someone see someone wants to get rid of their Giroud that's slumping or their yeah. Carey Price that's slumping, you know. so Give a respectable offer, but you can you can maybe get them for cheap yep. or use one of your guys that's that's mm-hmm. on fire right now that you don't believe is going to yeah. keep it up long term. So, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all right, yeah. we got through the quick hits. Uh, we're already at like an hour and a half. Let's uh, let's jump uh, up. To some no life problem. <laughs> we uh, we talked about Ilya Samsonov. He him struggling with uh, with COVID and and you know the realities yeah. of, of you know having COVID. It's he he dealt with some symptoms. He said too, and that was tough. And like dealing with the isolation, being separated from everyone, and having to to be on your own. I think a lot of people can relate to that. Again, like I mentioned, like I, I feel like it's unfortunate that that kind of factored into people's concern for his ability moving forward, but. Well, not even but it's just it, it, it's it should be 
more like accepted. It, I really think like it's it's a yeah. human thing that he went through. I think it's normal. I think anyone who gets COVID is scared, you know, and anyone is yeah. anyone who gets it is struggling for the most part, you know. So yeah. and he said like he found the loneliness and uh, uh, of, uh, yeah, being isolated he was tough yeah. and the loneliness and uh, the isolation very tough. So. Uh, he says it's funny because his health too was a little wacky so that he had troubles breathing for a little bit there uh, walking a bit a couple of days where he felt pretty sick but I'm starting to feel better I'm at the point where now I feel comfortable yeah it was extremely difficult the first five days went by but after those first five days it was very difficult to just stay home and not see anybody you know yeah. most people are 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 in the same situation so it's just it's 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 interesting to see that a professional athlete is also human you know so it's yeah. the human start of this the game so it's 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 it sucks that he struggled obviously but like it's it's interesting to see that like oh man this guy's just another human being like me man like they just be like like we just said like fuck this sucks you know what i mean this, yeah. this situation we're in this pandemic you know what i mean so it's just he's in the same boat you know so it's it's and like i don't know like you said before they should kind of be open because it's normal to feel that way technically right so it it's it's They're everybody's dealing with that stuff so yeah. i think people can relate easily to that so i feel like we, we've always had these unrealistic expectations with athletes and like you know they they're unreasonably good at what they do like so i get it like yeah. they, we do build up yeah. these expectations for them that <laughs> correspond with how good they are and, and how they perform but when it comes to stuff like this i think it's it's important moving forward to normalize this kind of thing and to, to, to have players yeah. be able to come out and talk like this and not have it be like that noteworthy oh, you know it's uh, like, oh it's a human being like and none of them should be scared to come up and exactly. express themselves. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You yeah, shouldn't have so. to worry about it affecting your reputation yep. or affecting like yep. the view yep. of you. Like it's you're just a human yeah. being yeah. voicing yeah. a totally human and normal thing. You know, like we have this expectation mm -hmm. that players are fucking bulletproof mentally and they're they just operate yeah. on another level and like it's just not the reality. And, and you know, they're in great shape. They are probably in like among the lowest risk for, for COVID complications. Doesn't mm -hmm. mean it doesn't mm -hmm. happen. There, there have been cases. And yeah, it's but for example, rare, they're but... healthy. Even Samson said he struggled. He's had trouble yeah, breathing at the exactly. beginning, right? So even though you have a prime athlete, if I think uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, the quarterback for uh, the Baltimore Ravens, Ravens, he was also saying he was having troubles at the beginning too, yeah. just getting up. He had no energy, couldn't move, and this is like these are super highly, uh, highly uh, tweaked athletes. Yeah. You know, highly. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, just, they're they're in great shape. They're, fin they're finely shape. tuned. They're yeah. finely tuned athletes. You know, they're 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 so nutrition, well nutrition, exercise, everything's to a T. Yeah, the nutrition's perfect. You know, what I mean? everything's like the, every little everything is put on their side for them to like not yeah. have troubles while battling illnesses. But this illness takes strong players or people. You know, what I mean, it takes strong athletes yeah. and it takes them for a ride. You know, yeah. so it's, uh, it's it, yeah, it's crazy. Some people will get it and have no problem, but like again, some mm -hmm. won't. And the, 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 there's the scary aspect of long-term effects of this too, eh? Like where there's so that much we have no unknown. Idea about. Yeah, and mm -hmm. a lot of people are are mm -hmm. seeing these long-term effects well after they've recovered that are hitting them, and mm -hmm. like not for nothing, but like a, a lot of players are getting it, and there's these outbreaks mm -hmm. are are going to continue, and like it's I I would be, you know, concerned if I were them, just like the long-term effects i'm sure I would, I would try not to dwell on it but like it would be yeah. i'd be aware of it it'd be like fuck like i hope this it, i hope it doesn't happen to me i hope i'm not one of the the few that, that get, has to suffer with these issues lingering effects not for yeah. sure obviously like i said once again the, the things kind of put on their side for them to succeed and kind of get out of it not too bad hopefully they're still with the team and the team doctors can help them if there's any like lingering effects you know so it'd be interesting yeah. to see that too I, you know that, that little side of it to see if uh certain players 
if they uh not if they get like no treatment afterward like let's say uh, the guy got lingering effects he's not on the team anymore and he can't get the doctors to help him out hopefully he can still get help anyway so it's gonna be interesting to see that too because yeah. those lingering effects we have no idea how long or short they can be or how quickly after they show yep. up you know so it's it's all fairly new right so big time it's i i know again it's it's a human thing to be open about like it's a human thing to be feeling yeah. And being open about it should not be something that yeah. there should be any judgment. And it's for. funny because, like me, I, I'm not antisocial, but I don't really go out much, right? So I'm like, ah, it's not too bad. My life hasn't changed too too much. Yeah, you know, I can stay I home you. more. It's it, that's all. Whereas, I but I can completely understand someone who's especially a hockey player. You're with the boys every day. You're going to the rink. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to be the with routine, everybody. Right? And I can, ugh, come on, man. I can yeah. just imagine. Like I, I compared to when I used to play hockey, which is minor league. It was this is is nothing, and it's just fun to just go to the rink, hang out with the boys, and you know have have a bit of fun and just shoot the shit, you know? So yep. it's, uh, all of a like sudden, I said, too, like, I, wish I, I said it in this episode, I was like, I miss playing hockey and yeah. I was talking about it, you know, Definitely. like I want to just go in the room and hang out, you know? <laughs> yeah. 100%. And like to, to have that, like that's your daily routine virtually around the clock. Cause you're around the year round. Cause they're doing this in the off season too, with training and yeah. to have that ripped out, like the rugs just pulled out from under you. All of a sudden you've got way more time on your hands than you've had since yeah. what, when you were a fucking kid. Like maybe even since then, these yeah. kids have been playing hockey. Yeah. And training like crazy since they were very young. So it's like all of a yeah. sudden for the first time you're having to sit alone with your thoughts that much. I mean, that's, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, if uh, it's, it'll brave, consume it, you for shit. Yeah, consume you're anybody, not used to man. it. Yeah. You're not used to it. Yeah. And we're social creatures and it's, it's healthy to be interacting socially regularly. So to go from yeah. having, you know, that in, in, in spades, you know, like you got a lot of, of social interaction just by virtue of what you do. To 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 end up in in a spot where you're just nothing but time in your hands that's tough that that is tough and it's mm-hmm. completely mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense that that would be hard and that would be something that mm-hmm. players might be struggling with and, and kudos to Samsonov for for talking about it and and being open yep. about it. I was, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's that's yeah, exactly. I was just gonna mention that too. It's good that he came out and spoke about it. You know? It is. Yeah. And I hope it doesn't get blown up or it doesn't become a thing that is, you know, kind of held against him as far as his struggles this year. We'll see uh, moving forward. I, I don't think so. Here's hoping, you know, but yeah, I don't think so. It's just, uh, I hope not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, that's people blowing it way too out of proportion, right? It's just, yeah. just like me being one of those people be like, look how bad Chick's playing. He's playing well. He's winning games. Yeah. <laughs> get rid of the Samson off guy, you know? I'm one of those people. <laughs> but you're not directly tying it to the COVID thing, right? You're not like, oh, no, yeah, true, true. Yeah, it's a good yeah. point. I'm tying it more to, to Vanacek playing and yeah, getting and a bunch of stars, getting wins, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Which is what I was kind of saying. I remember at the beginning of the year, we were looking at goalies to kind of take over because of injuries or things like once again, this is because COVID, right? He's out. So that's yep. just, you know, the goalie caught COVID. He can't play for two weeks. The goalie starts getting hot for two weeks. Boom, that's your guy now, yep. you know? Like, forget about it. That's who we're going with, you know? Yep. So. And, I mean, like, Vanacek's numbers overall haven't been amazing. So there is an opening for, for Samson off to take it back if he, if he <clears throat> yeah. finds his game. But we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully yeah. he does. But, like I said, uh, it's just – and, like, I think uh, – Washington had an opportunity to put another goalie in, even Vanacek, with Vanacek not playing that well, and they still didn't. They just stayed with him, you know? Yeah. So I, mean, I guess it's just the experience or who they're comfortable with. They see, they yeah. like, they keep him, you know? Yeah. So you got to go with who gives you the best like, chance to win. Kind of like Freddie Anderson playing 12 games in a row, you know? Yeah. If you got him, might as well use him now. <laughs> yeah. At some point, he's going to find his game. You just got to keep playing him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's but, funny. Uh, so, yeah. I guess we, we chose covid again for a life topic and it is you know it's it's a it's tough times right now Mm -hmm. we're getting towards the end of the tunnel i think you know like it's i think what i see down there is a light maybe it's not you know 
Yeah, we don't. That's the problem. Nobody knows, man. No. That's, that's what it is. It's the uncertainty. Every Maybe it's, freaking it's day. Just it's some other people further down the 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 tunnel that are like have a bonfire or something. You know, I don't know. But it, it seems like we're headed, you know, in the right direction, uh, and hopefully it's gonna improve significantly soon. But it, again, it's it seems like we're we're in for uh, another tough stretch. A long ride, if anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, another ride. stretch of uh, yeah. I'd say. Well, here's hoping with the summer and everything kind of coming into play, it might help a bit to so. relieve a bit of the uh, tension and stress there of all yeah. that stuff. But uh, the combination only time of, like, can tell, man. Yeah, well, you're just having the summer come and just being able to have more sunlight and a little bit more social interaction. And hopefully as that's happening, more people are getting vaccinated and it's – it's hopefully yeah. there's a nice middle ground. loosen and yeah. slowly but surely everything. And safely loosen, kinda... you know, like where it, hopefully it's, yeah. it reaches a point where it's it's okay to loosen them, like, you know, medically even, that they're like, yeah, this is okay. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's mm-hmm. uh, hopefully that's what we've got in our, in our near future. Yeah. Here's hoping. Crossing yeah. my fingers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's get to some hockey talk. I know we've been with this episode's going long. Okay, it's 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 off the yeah. rails. Okay, it's off the rails. We lost. We're, we're we lost. hate each other too, guys. Don't worry. Okay, yeah. everybody listen. We hate each other too. Okay, we're the problem. We know. Well, I, I'm gonna go and edit this after, and I'm gonna like edit it down to like a cool one hour, and all this shit is gonna be the problem. It's gonna be talking about how it was a fucked up episode. That's the issue. Everyone's gonna be listening, going like, what what the fuck are you talking about? Now I have to keep it long, which actually is less work for me. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> For hockey talk, <laughs> Pittsburgh. Let's talk about this. I, I mentioned oh, it off man. the top of the episode. I referred to it in the episode. Let's let's get into this because I need to. Let's talk this about now. it. <laughs> there, uh, are, is Pittsburgh so, so about what's to going get on? Hot? What's going on in Pittsburgh then, Spence? Is Pittsburgh about to get hot? Rallying around Jim Rutherford's departure? I don't know. I'm just asking mm. questions. There, so uh, uh, is the reason is the reason why Bill why uh, Brian Burke uh, coming to, coming to help everybody. At least the reason they're going to win the next Stanley Cup, right? Brian I mean, Burke going to come I and help. I don't want to say up? for sure. For sure. <laughs> but like maybe just for sure you know maybe just one for sure um no but just like they, qu- well it's ron hextall the next greatest gm i'm just asking questions i'm just asking questions sorry go on go on I'm, I'm... <laughs> no 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 it's fine by all means they, they i just they seem like they're rallying around this the set of circumstances that they're faced with i think they probably appreciate that they've gotten the vote of confidence from new management Ron Hextall and Brian Burke, that they're going to do everything they can to win now. And like, there will be a reevaluation process or whatever down the line in the summer or whatever. They've got some tough decisions to make, uh, which even then maybe that's motivating them even further to be like, okay, like let's fucking prove it now. Cause this, the time, the clock is ticking, you know, like this, uh, yeah, this has yeah. been, you know, how 10 years they've plus 10 years plus that they've been playing with this core and mm-hmm. the time has come where it might be torn down. So I think they're they're probably rallying around that, and I think they they might be about to get hot. Like I saw them starting to, to win a little bit after that, and I was like, okay, this this might be something that's coming, and I think I think it might be, but who knows? They've also they're not as good of a team as they have been in the past. Let's yeah, see what happens. Far. Check, I'm checking the points too. The standings, man. Uh, Boston's up 22 at the top of that division, and then you got 19 from Washington, uh, the Islanders, and Philly. They're out 19 points. Pittsburgh's right in there at 17 points, so they're really yeah. not that far. So it's like kind of now the time to kind of get back in the mix there eh? so yeah it's, uh, uh, i think you're right i think they might be able to rally about around it and ron hextall is he's, he's he's a passionate 
he oh, yeah. was a passionate goalie, right? <laughs> so I don't know if anybody, if people don't know Ron Hextall, just look him up and see how many times yeah, he fought Ron Hextall. and threw his stick and blocker at people. He's just, uh, he's, he's just got that fire in his belly. Yeah. So I think he's going to want to win for this team. And uh, the players are going to, hopefully, he said, I think they're going to respond to that. I, I think you're right, man. I, they might respond really well to that. Yeah. I think they're they're on their way towards that nice little stretch. But again, I could be wrong. We'll see. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. They're 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 an interesting team to watch. We talked about identity multiple times and how important an identity is. And this this is the kind of thing that could you could forge your identity around this, you know, and like you could really use this as a as a jumping off point that gets everyone buying in and everyone on the same page, and that, that really gives you that chip yeah. on your shoulder. And it's funny you mentioned identity now because we're talking about like uh, Connor and Leon playing really well. We could talk about Sid and Gino playing really well in Pittsburgh but like they still had the identity with those guys yeah. around them so like other guys around them can forge that team you know and I just yeah. find they had it really well when they were winning obviously they really just forged everything super well so it's cool to see that like that identity from back when they were winning is still kind of sticking there and yeah. the teams are still like oh yeah. it's Pittsburgh it's for you watch out yeah, it's Sydney you know <laughs> so it's, it's, it's cool they, you know they they were they've they've earned that right to, to be considered mm-hmm. like a, a team that you have to be aware of and, and when concerned that they could can like, never sleep up. on Pittsburgh. Yeah, you can Ever. never sleep on them. Exactly. That's perfect. Perfect. Ever. So uh, yeah, it's Sydney uh, Crosby alone, right? <laughs> yeah. You got, you just, yeah. you're looking at Crosby and Malkin alone. Yeah. You got to take them seriously. And like you said, they have established that winning culture already and they have established that winning identity and Edmonton isn't quite there yet, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a very good, like Pittsburgh managed to make it work. And I think Edmonton needs to find the way to do the same. Clearly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's hope. Here's hoping, yeah. They got to, there's some, I don't know, it's it's just tough being in the situation that they're in. With, I think with... Edmonton, it's going back to also because you spoke about the management switching up a bit. I liked in Edmonton too, It's it's been a, a year and a bit there that uh, the coach had changed. Uh, yeah. It's, um, what's Tip his it. face? Oh, man. Tippett. I'm getting drawn a blank here. Tip, yeah, Dave Tippett, exactly, yeah. yeah. Dave Tippett as a coach for a year now. And also um, the guy from Detroit, Dave, oh, man. Was a gym from uh, Detroit? Dave Holland. Dave Holland. Jim Holland. When no. he swapped in, it's it's Jim. Uh, Ken Jim Holland. Holland. It's not Jim. It's not Ken Dave. Holland. Ken. Yeah, Ken Holland. <laughs> Ken Holland. There you go. So Ken Holland too was two years ago. I think he stepped in. So I think that might just revamp everything too. So hopefully they can find it with those two guys in charge. And I yeah. think Ken Ken Holland is. It's a, I don't know. He did a pretty good job in Detroit where they kept winning, right? So if you can sort of develop players that way, and he's seems to be because we were talking about the uh old boys uh, club old and all that club, there yeah. so i think he's not really part of that he's gonna like kind of think of outside the box from that he's not really gonna he's earned refer to that too, too much sure. here's hoping you know so yeah. anyways i think that's gonna just hopefully help them in the long run there yeah it's i think it's a difficult situation where we're like cap wise uh they've got some bad contracts they're in a bind and it's like it's it, it, will mcdavid and dry be given enough to go on that they're willing to stick it out until they can really turn this around completely. And will they be able to turn it around enough before they, they completely turn the corner that they're winning enough games and they're, they're becoming competitive again. Cause th- I think that needs yeah. to happen very soon. Or this is like, I don't blame either of them for wanting to leave or solve for nothing, you know? Yeah. What's well, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very true, man. Yeah. Why would you, you know, well, yeah, it's like, like you know, same results. So it's you don't get these years you know? back. I'm, I'm, I'm a top scorer in the league. I know I'm going to Connor. I'm one of the top scorers in the league and we keep losing guys. Yeah. Like, uh, it's after a certain time, like, uh, I don't care about scoring goals and getting points. I want to win a freaking cup. Yeah. You know, like, uh, 
or at least compete. <laughs> competing alone would be like just being able to True. get in the playoffs. That's a good compete, point too. Actually, yeah, man. that's a good point too. Competing alone, that's a very good point too. That's, just to be in the yeah. games, that's a uh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, I think they they point. need to to provide that in the next. I mean, fuck, right now if they can, like they need to now, provide in the yeah, next year or two. Yeah, because, yesterday, last yeah, year, man. Yeah, you know, exactly. Uh, Fucking yesterday needs to be provided because until they're contenders for a cup they need to at least be competitive here or it's just like what the fuck are we doing here like you again you don't get these years back if you're Connor mcdavid or leon dry your prime years yeah. this is where you're most effective you can help a team the most to win you you don't want to lose those those years you need to yeah, yeah. put those towards something you know like it sucks it sucks seeing a player spend his entire career on a team that can't win and that that is underperforming and he's just like the star of the show but like they're not doing anything and they're not good enough because mm-hmm. they're mismanaged you know mm-hmm. it, it's frustrating it's the worst so i hope that yeah. doesn't uh I don't, I don't think it will i think both of them will probably wise up and ask for a trade before that does happen yeah we don't want Connor mcdavid to turn to a joe thornton now where he's got over a thousand games and no stanley cups yeah well that's <laughs> it it's true like and, and like thornton at least thornton got to have some great teams in san jose and he got to keep competing yeah. and they were they're always yeah. always always contending he was always but, competitive it's true he's always yeah. in a he's true uh, uh, that's a good point too actually yeah. But he ain't gotten a cup yet, you know? <laughs> and yeah, you get that reputation. I mean, God, how horrible would that be, man? If Connor McDavid gets right. to, towards the end of his career and he hasn't won a cup? Yeah, I don't want to hear the conversations. Remember the whole debate? Yeah, remember the whole debate of uh, is Ovi really one of the exactly. greatest players because yeah. he didn't win a cup Can't and blah, blah, blah. Oh. Is he really one of the best scorers? So, oh, we won the cup now. Okay, now he's one of the and best scorers. And then everyone scorers. just like, shuts up. It's like, ins- yeah. did, did it occur right? to you that maybe it's really, really hard to win a cup? And if you yeah. don't <laughs> manage to win it, it doesn't mean that you're a bad player or that you couldn't. It mm-hmm. just didn't fall mm-hmm. that way. And that you're not there for the team. Remember, they were blaming like, his work ethic. He's not there for the team and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And like, clearly he is. And I think during that run, too, everybody wanted to win for him like every everybody in the world wanted Ovi to win yeah. you know what I mean it's just come on like can you not root for this guy he tries so hard every game he works so hard he's never gets hurt he's always steamrolling people he's just always involved in the game and yeah. like there's just not he's like he's like Brendan Gallagher you know his work ethic you're always seeing him try every second every second of the game yeah. that's Ovi man same thing but like just 2.0 he's just that much better yeah. he's come on and yeah. this is an all-star superstar player yeah. with that work ethic you know that's and what's cool about Connor the... too Connor McDavid is another guy that he's so good but he just works so hard too yeah, you know he does. same he with does. Sid as well it's just yeah. cool to see that and yet the the narrative with Ovi before he won the cup was that he was selfish that he was not you know, a team like, player yeah not a team yeah. player that he can't win a cup can't win in the play like it's those are the narratives that get built up and it's like because oh. think about it if if the chips fall a little bit differently uh, you're on another timeline, you know, like in a different timeline that isn't yep. as horrible as this one. Maybe that Washington doesn't win that cup. Maybe the, maybe this, mm-hmm. the bounces happen differently and they don't win that cup and Ovi doesn't win a cup. It's not because he Ovi doesn't save that puck against what? Remember Vegas? That where he stretches behind yeah. his back. They score that, man. Washington's almost, I don't yeah. know. They played well that year, but Washington's going to have a lot of harder time to win yeah. that cup, you know? Like it's exactly. Just, anyway, yeah. And if like that happens, here there. If that happens and Ovi doesn't win it, that doesn't mean he couldn't. It doesn't mean that he yeah. wasn't capable of doing it. It doesn't mean that he wasn't a good yeah. enough player to, to, to get his team to that point. It just means mm-hmm. that this is a really fucking hard trophy to win, and it didn't fall exactly. that way. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, the hardest trophy in sports yeah, to win. That, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, by far. It, it, it's Come tough. On. It sucks. You want to see them win. It's not necessarily a reflection on the player if they don't. You know? Mm-hmm. You can have great no, teams definitely. that just can't get there. The Sharks are another example of that, and like it's that was the narrative that they couldn't win the playoffs, and like they, it might have even I think it might have gotten in their heads at a certain point because like it, it did seem to. I mean, like they got to the Stanley Cup Finals that year and then completely changed their game, and like it was all of a sudden they were trying to yep. be all this this aggressive, overly physical team, and they got I think it was they got yep. swept. I think 
but I think you're right. Uh, we're four one or swept. I remember that. Swept, I remember yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, I remember that too. Uh, who was it against too? I'm trying to remember. Was it? No, it wasn't Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh? I think it might have been Pittsburgh, man. No, well, Pittsburgh won against um, Nashville. Remember, that's when they won that cup. It was, eh? Yep. 2016. Was it? Did Pittsburgh win? They won two years in a row. It's true. They won in 2016 and yeah, 2017. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot I about that. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Pittsburgh. I'm telling back then, that, that's Drew Rutherford right there, too, right? Technically, so back then. Yeah. That was uh, Trader Jim. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how, like, he wins them those cup, and now they have, like you say, that motivation he's got. It's revamp everything, which obviously everything, uh, all, all teams go through that change. Speaking of change, man, um, remember the 2017 uh, Ottawa Senators team uh, that went to the the, the conference do. finals that was one yep. goal away from beating those Pittsburgh Penguins? I don't know if you remember that. I do, yeah. They were, okay. Anyways, uh, Chris Kunitz won the the, the uh, won the won the game in overtime. But that year, from that 2017 team, there's no other players left on that team, man. They, they showed wow. the pictures of where people are on that team, and everybody's everywhere else except Dzingo who's now back there. You know, wow. so it's it's from 2017. There's not one player that's the same except for Dzingo. Wow, crazy, eh? That's crazy. From that cup running team for that or, yeah, it's a cup run technically. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, crazy, yeah. eh? Four that was years. A hell of a run. <laughs> They're gone. Incredible it's all run. gone. I'm just checking here too. Pittsburgh, uh, San Jose was actually a six-game series. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, let's uh, let's get out of this because this is getting yeah. two hours, and I'm gonna have to cut this down. Hopefully, it's hopefully it's close to an hour and a half uh, by the time you guys hear it. So, uh, what do you in uh, literally one sentence? What are you looking out for this week or this for the next two weeks? What storylines are you looking at? Oh, Joel Thornton, come on, baby, give me some points, Joel Thornton. Beautiful. <laughs> I want you know Joel Thornton to get some points. This I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to him just just getting in that fun role of yeah getting you know what <laughs> I so am i <laughs> i don't have anything else yeah. to say i agree whatever you just said that's mine cool. too okay so <laughs> we're gonna call this a day night evening yeah. whatever you want to say uh good evening listen it's been it's always been uh, it's always a treat talking to you i love doing this and thank you to whoever yeah. listened uh we forgot to do our sign off last week and we're really trying to establish uh, a nice smooth sign off every week and we forgot it last week so we're gonna have to pick it up again this week do you want to do the honor you want me to do the honors do you want to do it you go for it you go for it no okay. you go for it okay. i said it the first time so okay that's fair it was that you came up with this well, thank yeah thanks thanks for having us guys sir yeah. thank everybody out there thanks for listening to us talk and yak about uh you know nothing <laughs> and yeah. everything that's uh that's really what we do here um okay yeah thank you everyone and go fuck yourself san diego Oh.